to the hard luck show yeah i'm your certified qualified host steve lucky luciano welcome to the greatest show on earth this is where we deliver you a constant flow of heat direct from the street today as usual on my left my co-host is chumahan bowen american indian elegant barbarian southern california Love that. And on my right, handling sound, old blue eyes, Sean Lewis, certified, and I mean certified, audio professional and engineer for the hard look. Show. This is Sean's sound. This is Sean's theme song. I like to dance. Do you like to dance? (laughs) I like to dance. You move so well. When it first started, when it was real low, it sounded like a busted zipper trying to go up and down. <laughs> that is my zipper, my good man. <laughs> I got- <laughs> hey, right behind me, got our showrunner. Spidey Rob. Spidey Rob, a.k.a. Mr. Amazing Fantasy himself, producer of the Hard Luck Show. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Amazing Fantasy himself? That's it. Hey, this guy just got back from China. Yes, he did. Where were you you at in China, man? I was in Beijing. Beijing? What were you doing out there? Do they have Panda Express in China? No, they don't. (laughs) Okay, all right. Oh, if they do, it's a a bootleg version of it. (laughs) Do you got some girls running around there pregnant now with your your kid? (laughs) Did you impregnate anybody over there? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Maybe. not. Maybe, maybe not. No, so what I'll find out next time. What happened over there? Um, so I was out there with a very well-known tattoo artist by the name of uh, Jose Lopez. Big shout out to Jose yeah, Lopez. Incredible, Hell yeah. incredible artist. Um, he owns Monster. he owns a tattoo studio out there. So uh, we we went out there with him. Look at their Spidey Rob on the Great Wall of China. Oh Spidey yeah, Rob, crawling got, up the side of it. Huh? You got tattoos? I got two of them. Yeah. You got one from one, 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 I got one from him, yeah. and then another one from an artist from Beijing. Oh really? So the first one I got was in Hong Kong at one of the the, the big bronze Buddha, we he tattooed us there. Oh, all, so there was four of us, so we all got tattooed there, yeah. Nice. That's yeah. Dope. Did you go to Jose? Did you go to the Great Wall of China? I did go to the Great Wall of China oh, and shit. it was it was fantastic. Let me tell you. Hey kid, where do you do they have bathrooms at the top of the wall? Like can you just take a piss anywhere? Yeah, it's so doing? so it's right on the side, like right over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh you piss right over the wall? <laughs> That's dope. I like that. You know what? That would be fucking badass. That's all right. I would do that. You pay two dollars and you get the piss off the wall. Yeah, they have I a little they have a little private section. Yeah. You get the piss off the wall. Was it polluted and stuff in Beijing? So this time around, it wasn't as bad, but the first time that I went, um, it, it was extremely hot. I remember when I stepped off the plane. I, I just seen like debris coming down and I was like, oh shit, is something on fire? And they were like, no, that's the pollution. Like it's literally <sighs> dropping. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it's literally crazy, dropping bro. like ash almost. Like it's a forest fire. Almost like that's a forest why, fire. Yeah, yeah. it's that's it's why crazy. They the mask, the, yeah, they, that's why they wear the mask, huh. correct. I didn't know exactly. Oh my God, that's terrible. <sighs> well, yeah. today, listen, guys. Listen. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's Spidey Rob. <laughs> that's Spidey Rob getting off the plane. Yeah, yeah listen. 
<laughs> Horrible. <laughs> All right. He didn't have his mask on. He didn't have his mask on. All right. So we are at the beautiful, luxurious Mayfair Hotel. We today. are. This afternoon slash evening. Um, we have a very special guest on here today with us. Don't our, our official announcer. Yes. Yeah. Right? He's here. The official hard luck show announcer, right? Some... So the prices rights got their guy all the other shows got their our guy who's our guy our guy oh it's, it's live <laughs> from the mayfair hotel on 7th and whitmer downtown la i love that. and if you don't recognize that voice that's my <laughs> crime partner my road dog Frank lepke demarco welcome to the show lepke baby yeah all right, all right. Thank you. Warm welcome. Warm welcome. Yeah. How let's... you guys doing, man? Oh, we're doing fantastic. Are huh? oh, we good? Can't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> big left. Yeah, you can't touch this. So is that left. true? Do we are you are you are you gonna be the are you gonna grace us as being the official spokesperson for the hard luck show? I don't, um you know, it's up to the listeners. If they want me to announce it or you know, I mean I'm with that, you know. Yeah. Hey, so let me ask you, dude, Go ahead. when Hammer did that. Yeah, do it. That's him? Yeah. Is that that, him? That's him. Hammer time. Hammer time. Hey, so look. into the bay. So, right. It's Hammer right. Go Hammer. Right. Hey, yeah. hey, Hammer put on a show. What do you mean? He could put on a show, man. He was, yeah. a, he was a showman. I'm not oh, yeah. mad at Hammer. Hammer. No, man, what are ended you? up happening with Hammer? Dude, you know what happened to Hammer? He I was mean, spending I, big money. He was looking out for his I homies. He was one of those reality shows. Yeah, that was, was the last time I saw Hammer. No, listen, the guy, the guy, the, the story is, oh. and who knows if it's even true, but the story is, is that he just wasn't wise with his dough. He wasn't and, keeping an eye on And that day. he was about to get picked up by the Oakland A's, as he tells it. Are you serious? Yes, he was a baseball player. Yeah, right. no, that I think, and I actually think that that's actually true. Uh, because if I remember correctly, like one of his album before that, he was, uh, he's like, he had, I think that's why they called him MC Hammer, right? Because of, uh, he was a hammer batting. with batting. batting. Right, I think wow. that's what it was. He had moves. He had moves, yeah. man. He had moves. They're already <laughs> starting to wear hammer pants again. If oh, you know boy, there you go. Right, Spidey yeah. Rod? Can you, can you, t- you're the youngest man in the room. Is that true? They, is the hammer pants coming back? Oh, yeah, they're definitely coming back. You see right. any of them Chinese food with hammer pants? You know what? Yep. In the clubs, in the clubs, they dress a little different out there. Like, they're a little more relaxed out there. They're not all, you know, dressed up nice with suits and, and you know, flannels or, or button-up shirts. They're a little more relaxed out there. It's like the, the Chicano culture. They, they, they embrace that out there. Hey, so let me ask you something. Did uh, Jose Lopez, you said he has a studio out there in Japan. It's in Japan? No, 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 no. It's, it's in Beijing, China. Be- wow. Yeah, he has a Man. studio. He has is a he, studio out there. He's got and him all London. over. Is he still and t- in London. Is he, still, is he still down? I remember with the grand opening down there at Lowrider in Fountain Valley. I yeah, was yeah. There. So, so, so he has that one. He's still doing that? Yeah, he's still doing that. Man, man, that's a good guy, man. He came yeah, a long he way, he, man. You know, he, he has a story. Oh, oh yeah, he, he's told me You know me that about story, right? Yeah. I'm living right down the street from where that happened. Yeah, because the last time I was over with Lepke in, in right. OC. I'm over there. We drove by that corner. Right. And uh, we, corner. we were driven right. right by the corner where that incident happened where, right. yeah. where yeah. he was shot at. Yep. Yeah, it's, that's it's right. Amazing, just an amazing story. I'm I mean, right. he's very inspirational. Uh, just right. a great all-around guy. We yeah. want to get Jose. Jose Lopez, big shout-out to you, right. man. Yeah, we're all big, big fans of yours. Yeah, and if you're listening, uh, if you're listening, man, we'd love to have you on the show, right. man. Oh, we'd love uh, to be blessed with you coming up here and sharing part of your story with us. We all admire you very much and your work. 
I'll tell you one thing, where they are not wearing hammer pants or where they weren't wearing hammer pants was in North Hollywood what? around what? 1997. Well, let me, let me. I bet they might have needed them to hide the gun. Listen, let, let me, um, let's, let me introduce this because this, this is going to be a very special hard luck show. This yes. is a very special hard luck show where we're going to delve into the North Hollywood shootout, 1997, February 28, 1997. Now, the yes. reason why we're doing this, in case mm-hmm. people wonder, like, do we ever listen uh, to the listeners or whatever? We had a listener uh, write in. His name was Games323. Games with a Z. Mm. Shout out to Games323. He said, he said, listen, I want to know what your guys' take on the North Hollywood shootout is. Mm-hmm. So I talked to Steve about it, and mm. Steve was like, and Steve, and when, listen, we run a lot of ideas by Steve, and his eyes kind of glaze over when he's not excited. But when I said the North Hollywood shootout, mm. his eyes popped open, and he was like, bro, mm-hmm. bro, some people are not going to like what I have to say about the North Hollywood shootout. Yeah, they might not. Mm. But yeah, we are. We're gonna go. We're gonna turn the time clock back. So let me ask you a question. Ninety-seven. Well, on that day, that, uh, uh, from what I know, the little bit of no- the little bit of knowledge I have on that, I think that might have been on a Friday. Well, listen, this is. It was a Friday. It was a Friday, and it was early, and the cop was driving by. That's well, North Hollywood. The, now, Lebke, mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. of account. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's start off. Okay. So nineteen ninety-seven, nine. 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Two gentlemen. Now, you got to think about this. This is North Hollywood. This is Laurel Canyon and, like, Ashwood. Victory. It's, it's Laurel Canyon just as you come down the hill from Laurel Canyon. The Bank of America is still there, by Of the course. Mm-hmm. It's the same Bank of right. America. It's right across the street from the mall. That's exactly right. Yep. Right. And so uh, these guys... I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you wanna, do you wanna start with those guys, or do you wanna go b- background? Because Sean was telling us some background. Steve, you got some background. Do you wanna talk about the guys, or do you wanna go right into the robbery? What do you wanna do? How do you wanna approach this, Steve? What's your thought? Uh, let's get into the robbery first, and then we can talk about the background. Okay. They, All right. they uh, they uh, from my knowledge, I did some research back in the day, and I think that they put they had got away on one of them. Listen, they oh. had did it in San Fernando, and they had actually pulled it off on one of them. And that's actually but, true. Listen, right. the first thing they did was a robbery in Colorado. What? Yeah, they, and then and they got away with that, Man. and then two banks in San Fernando. Right. They had one point five million dollars already stashed. Damn. Right. Okay. And they kept going. Adrenaline. It's a it's a good it's good. I remember when I used to rob and steal. It's 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 a different experience. I'm not gonna say I you know we keep it off the record, but you know I I ran into some spots not banks. You know like I ain't gonna be on the microphone saying oh guess what I robbed a fucking bank. No, but I ran into you know some eateries and till tap. You know nobody knows what till tap is. 
Tilt Tap is where I go in there, you know, at 9, 2 o'clock in the morning, one of the 24-hour joints over there at Beverly Hills Cafe or something. Like, you know, hard up on, I need some money real quick. Like, and you know what, you know, you got change for a 20, and then when they open the register, I just grab whatever the fuck I can and hurry up and get the fuck out the car in the alley with the <laughs> with the paper bag on the license plate and get the hell out and hope I can get out of the A Beverly. paper bag on the license like, plate? Yeah, and, and let me tell you, and, then, and if you're in Beverly Hills, you got to get out of their jurisdiction fast, quick, and in a hurry. No. Because I'm going to tell you about Beverly Hills. If you're just driving through there, they're going to pull you over, and they and they could uh, you can get locked up. And they did that. They locked me up one time. Talking that's about, what happened to Eddie Murphy. Let's get right. back on to the all right, all right, all right. But you know what? I'll take you down a whole nother. Yeah, yeah. Let's stay <laughs> okay, on. on, on, on. So okay, so so maybe in order to get us back into the the mood of it, right? Maybe we should let's 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 play the appropriate music for a bank robbery. Right? Everybody knows this is the right. Right? This is the right one. Uh, All right. So this is what I'm going to tell you right about now. All right? Friday, February 28, 1997, 917 a.m. Right? Larry Phillips. Mm -hmm. Larry Phillips. And the other gentleman's name was uh, Emil Montasserano. And Emil, Emil Montasserano was actually born in Romania. Oh, they're Romanian, yeah. That one guy was Romanian. Larry Phillips, the other guy, was not Romanian. He's American. He's out of Colorado. His dad was a fugitive from the law. Wow. Bam. So he was already not giving a fuck. He was, he was so not giving a fuck. And one of the things, the reason why he wasn't giving a fuck was because um, his dad and his mom eventually separate, right? And it's like at, a, at Larry Phillips Jr.'s six-year birthday party or eighth-year birthday party, his dad, the fugitive from the law, mm-hmm. shows up and somebody dropped a dime. And at his birthday, his dad gets fucking arrested. Got it. By the cops. Got it. And I think, like, sort of after that, you can kind of understand yeah. it. Like, that dude ain't ever going to trust. Right. Right? He's never Law looking enforcement. back. Right. Fuck exactly. that. Yeah. So these guys, Larry Phillips and Emil, uh, they meet at Gold's Gym. The Mecca? The Mecca. In Venice. Yeah. Oh, bro, is that right? Yeah, they're they're gonna they're they're meeting in. I wonder they don't have a picture of those guys up on the wall. They got everybody up on the wall with their jersey sign and everything gold. Yeah, they should have a couple of flat jackets up there with those guys' signature on. I think the reason why they don't have those guys up there is because they stopped working out. Like, like uh, maybe so. You know maybe what I mean? So. They weren't that committed. Because to be honest with you, they meet there. Larry Phillips' first dream, right? And he was kind of considered the mastermind, right? Emil is the minion. You know how you know how Lepke's always walking around with some minions, mm-hmm. all right? So Larry Phillips is the Lepke. He's in charge, and then Emil is one of the minions. Mm-hmm. Okay. They meet at Gold's gym, and Larry's whole thing is he's going to become the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. That was his original dream. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exactly sure what happened, but he realized that uh, it wasn't going to happen. He realized he wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. He realized it wasn't going to happen. So then he's running out of prospects. So then what does he do? He goes and he applies for his real estate license because if you're not going to be a bodybuilder, then the last fallback is, fuck it, I'll sell real estate. That's like I, guess every- so. I don't know what it is about that, but that's like everyone's fallback. 
It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna become a real estate agent. Like it's so easy to make money. Half the prostitutes in Los Angeles are real estate agents. <laughs> by the way, you know what? I've got a ton of friends who become real estate agents, and it sounds good in theory. And they mm-hmm. watch all those shows, like where like you know those twin brothers are flipping houses and all shit. Mm-hmm. But no one I know actually has ever made any money in real estate. Yeah, isn't? I mean, am I crazy? That's, um, yeah, they're like, oh, I'll sell a house. Yeah. How hard could it be? <laughs> and then they can't get that anyway so larry phillips is like that right but because he was sh- he finds a way to make some money let, hey, me, let me ask something go ahead. is that bank abandoned or is it no it's still in oh, it's 6600 right 6600 laurel canyon right it's still there still going. so what's you he could, doing what's he doing with the houses he's doing the whole rental thing right no so what happens is is so he passes the test, mm-hmm. but because he got busted for shoplifting like ten years before, oh, they won't mm-hmm. they won't give him a real estate agent's license. So now he's asked out. So what does he do? He's like, "Fuck it, you know what? I know how to make some money." Mm-hmm. Now check this, Lepke. He, Larry Phillips, decides what he'll do is he'll pretend like he's going to go buy these houses. Mm-hmm. Okay, shows up the realtor, you know, with the lock, the key lock. Right. He memorizes the code. Oh, cool. Okay. Then he puts an ad in the paper. Mm. Look at Kyle's really listening. He's like, maybe I can make money like this. Kyle's with him. Yeah, I know. He puts an ad in the paper saying we're going to rent this house. Uh All right, so people contact him. They just did that. Some guy just did that. Right. It's like, so then what Larry was doing was he's taking the key out, acting like he was the guy. Of course. And said that the house had just sold, but the owners want to rent it out right right away. Just give me a down payment, right? right? And it'll be cool. And then they never hear from him again. No. <laughs> he got busted for that, right. had to do probation, oh. but now he's out. He's totally asked out. Oh. And somehow he goes back to L.A. and he meets up with Larry. Now, Larry, uh, not Larry, Emil. Mm. Now, Emil is a computer guy, kind of like Smitty. Smitty, you, you, Smitty, one of uh, Lepke's uh, minions, right. says he was computer repair, right? right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, you're going to get rich doing that, right? That's just easy money. Being a computer repair, well, not for Emil. <laughs> it wasn't easy money for a mill. Didn't work had, out for a mill, obviously. He had his own computer repair shop and it went tits up. All right. So he's mm. got no money. So now Larry and Emil are sitting there and they don't have any money. Mm. So what do they do? What do you think they do? What do you think they come, come up with? Come up with the master plan. Yeah. Let's just get the money, you know, like the way we're you know. The good old fashioned way. Yeah. Right. We'll take it. Right. Earn it. We, right. get, we, we make money the old-fashioned way. We right. earn it. The mm. bank is, uh, what's that they say about the bank is, uh, uh, they're, 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 back, they're back by the, that's why they- FDIC. Supposed, yeah, they're supposed it's to- federally like, insured. Like if, like if you work in a bank, they, t- they, they tell their tellers, look, if they come in here with a gun or they say the notes- Give them the money. Go, yeah, just hand it over. Dude, mm. Steve just showed me right. a video mm. of a guy in a Brinks truck, right. right? I don't know where it is, but it's snowing. Steve's laughing. It's like a it's like a three minute video, right. and it's like security cam footage, right? There's a brink truck, and there's this security guard. And he's got these big bags of dough, and he's like, you know, moving. He's got stuff. a dolly. Yeah, he's yeah. got a dolly. He's by himself. Yeah, which is weird. Okay. Right. Anyway, doors open. Right, one car over with super tinted windows. All of a sudden, three masked men right. get out with straps. Sure. Right, and the guard just looks at him, and he doesn't even turn <laughs> all the way around. He just kneels. He yeah, just, he just like, gets, gets down, down and puts his hand up. Those guys jump in, grab about one hundred eighty thousand dollars in oh. fucking cloth bags, and then peel out. They, were gone. they were gone in two seconds. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, but the, you, you got to remember, man, that what? I ain't going to run up on no Brinks, dude. He's got a gun. I seen one. Hey, yesterday. that dude wasn't even trying this to dude, find his yep, gun. Yep. This dude he, this dude put his nose on the concrete. Oh. He, he looked at him and was and started raising right. his hands and turning around. He was like, I'm not even going to. It's FDIC. No. It's insured. What's he going to do? And it was snowing? And it was snowing. It was yeah. snow everywhere. It's that's crazy. Yeah. That's the best time to hit when it's snowing. Yep. Right? That's what it tells yeah. me. Watch too many of them videos, you start getting yeah. ideas. No, no, yeah, no. but you know what, man? It, like That's what I was trying to t- talk to you about. It's like you watch. It's like being like uh, Emil and Larry. Oh. You watch too many of these things, right? And then you start thinking like, yeah, I could do that. That looks easy. Same thing with real estate. I'll sell yeah, a house. It's the same shit. You're absolutely right. Another thing, like you said, is the Brinks truck. 99.9% of the time, you're going to go into that, you already know somebody's got to go because those dudes are strapped and they're and they, and they're going to shoot you. And they got the vest. Yeah. So anyways, go on. Uh, so didn't they hit a Brinks truck? They did. They hit a Brinks truck. Uh, they actually, uh, they hit a couple of armored cars. They hit a couple of banks, like I said before, 1.5 million. And we were kind of talking about people getting ideas for crime. And we were talking about heat. Mm-hmm. Right, and he came out in 1995, right. and that was all about like De Niro jumping up on shit, oh. and he's got machine guns, and he's screaming. Oh man, that's uh, listen. I'm telling you right now, right. as that shit was going down, the first thing people were saying, right. they were like, "That shit's like heat." They yeah. saw heat. You know, everybody yeah. was relating it back to heat because you hadn't right. seen something like that really go no, down that only was in the, the movie. That was on the street. Yeah. They were right. shooting back and forth with the car rolling. Yeah, yep, yep, all, yep. You good, look yeah. at it, and there's a bunch of similarities to a bunch right, of shit. Right. Listen, this is heat. Just to give you a sound. They're in the bank. They're hitting. Don't move. Don't fucking move. Put your hands in the air. Wow. Put your hands in the air. Put them up. Down. Down. Get on your knees. Right. So these guys. That ain't nothing compared to once they get outside. Right. It's just. Man, straps. They have they're, that they're motherfucker just, surrounded. Yeah. So. Firefight. Right. So let's, you know what? Since we're here now. All right. So anyway. So they knocked over two banks in San Fernando Valley. Right. They knocked over a couple of Brinks trucks, even killed a guard. Wow. See that? I know they that. did kill a guard. Mm-hmm. They shot them both, killed one. See? That's how you got to rob a bring stock. You know, that's what you got to be thinking. You and, now, so, and they've already got kind of a grip of dough. And I'm not exactly sure what goes on. There's so, something going on if you're a bank robber you, no and you've already got $1.5 million and you're still out there doing the shit that right, they were doing. Right, so, it ain't about the money. No, no. So they doing it just like, the, are they thrilling off it? They having a... They, or, I, I want to ask. I got a personal question. Do it. Get are, on the mic. Are, do you think they are? Are they indulging in the activity that we were very known to indulge in? You mean like, oh, were they on drugs? Substance, substance hookers. Actually, I'm glad yeah, you, you know asked. I'm, I'm right. glad you asked right. that. I mean, I don't know about hookers. I mean, that's probably everybody. <laughs> they probably have I mean, some. That, the cops that that's arrested automatic. them. Yeah, yeah we'll the cops that arrested too. them that were fucking with hookers. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I don't think that's. Well, that's everybody's with hookers. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! All the hookers are fucking real estate agents. Yeah, right? Right, wait exactly. a minute. Yeah, but that's an addiction. Right. What, the real estate agents? No, here no, the no. They're having a, a, a like, a, a yeah. women. These guys might have been on women. meth. They could have been on a lot of shit. They no, actually, I'm walking away. I'm they're, they're, they're walking around like they were on PCP when right, they were but, getting yeah, shot but, at. Hey, but you never know. There's some people that could have had a clear mind. And Listen. That, you know, and that's just, you know. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. All right. Thanks for all the speculation. Mm-hmm. What really happened was, okay, uh-huh. 
they actually took barbiturates before the robbery. Right to calm down. Shit. That's exactly what Diazepin. they did. That they took Volume, they took downers uh, right. to stay calm, and that dude that will totally slow everything down, bro. Yeah. Not, yeah. Again, not, yeah. not, with, not with the right mixture. Yeah, like you take two but or three of them barbecues into a good line of that coke, you're gonna go in good. Right, you're going good. But right. look at if you did, how about if you did how about if you did a big old shot of Kadiga? Oh, that wouldn't be right. No, you <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> how about a little shot? A little shot with some of the uh, with, 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 yeah, the yeah, other they're on probably top. Probably balanced. They uh-huh. were balanced because I know I know I've done a shot of heroin. I go in and I'm not scared to go into a gunfight. Yeah. Okay, so these guys. So before before they even. The before they even did all that. All right, so they were on their way about a, about a couple weeks before that. They mm-hmm. were on their way to rob a bank. Now they had the in the back of their trunk. They had like assault rifles, rounds of ammunition, like crazy shit that nobody needs, right? Right. And they also had jars of gasoline in the back in case they wanted to light the car on fire. And they had a bunch of ski masks in the trunk. Mm-hmm. They got pulled over for speeding. Right? Isn't that how it always is? Incredible. They get pulled over for speeding. Cop takes a look at everything and realizes they're on their way to do some kind of robbery. Right? And he's like, what's with all the guns? And they go, well, we're going to a shooting range. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. L.A. Gun Club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they go, hey, what about these ski masks? And they go, well, we're getting ready for a Halloween party. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they let them go? They gave them probation. Oh. They gave, they put him up on charges, and it was like not long after right. that they had another trunk mm-hmm. full of fucking assault weapons, mm-hmm. rounds of ammunition. I gotta believe the Romanian guy must have had some kind of connection, some kind uh, of Eastern European connection, because right. they had some shit, bush cutters, AK forty seven. They had, dude, to be to really scale it out for do you, it, they had, it. they had a, a Norinco yeah. five six. That's right, S ones. They had Bushmaster, which, is a, very, wait, which is a very, it's, it's an AK-47. That's right. That's what it is. They had Bushmaster, they had a Bushmaster XM-15 Dissipator. Do you know about With that? a high-capacity drum With a high-capacity wow. drum magazine. Wow, like this is shit you can't get Bro, all Oh, this is, this, uh, look, at just the name of that, right. Dissipator. That means whatever right. you shoot out, it's going to dissipate. <laughs> they had a, they Bush had cutter. A, they had a Heckler and Koch HK-9, 91 rifles. So Bro, you know, things so, are, but come on, and these things are also altered illegally. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Automatic. Hey, hey look, Beretta's nine two FS the, pistols. Hey, hey, Lepke, look, yeah. this is the Bushmaster. Take a look at that. That's yeah, just that. one of the guns they had. Then that didn't that look like in the A team, like what BA Baracus or whatever the fuck his name was? Man, shame T? on the gang member who gets a hold of that motherfucker. <laughs> shame on the gang member, he said. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, did, well, that's so, the type of weaponry they're running around with. So and and they, they got pistols, and, and they, got, they gave him yeah, probation. Yeah, yeah. So, so is this? A, is that, so, so wait, wait. So now we going? Now we we're in some conspiracy theory. That was that what we? Looking I don't. At? I, I'm not gonna. Go, no, no, I'm not. No. I, well, you know what? Okay, right. but wait, but wait, wait. Right, let's yeah, not get no, to that no, yet. No, you can't get to that. All right, so now if you're listening to the sounds, you can hear, like here we are in North Hollywood, you, right. can, you can hear the city in the background there, right? We, went, we had Sean and uh, Spidey Rob go down and do some natural sound, and I'll, let me turn it up for the audience a little bit so you can kind of hear that. That's what it just sounds like down there on the corner, right? right? 
in North Hollywood. Right, and they were, and you know, they were right by that park where they hold the meeting. Lucky, they have a big an NA Friday night meeting, mm-hmm. Archwood <laughs> Park. Just a shout always out. Always comes to back to that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. All right, so All right. now I want you to imagine that it's nine seventeen a.m. Right. in the morning on a Friday in February, the right. last mm-hmm. day in February. Right, right, right. Right, you don't think any shit. Like it, it, the shit's gonna go down in a month. It's not gonna be February. No, right? right. You kind of right. does that right. make right. sense? February? No, it doesn't sound like that. It doesn't seem like that. Nothing would go down in February. At nine seventeen, all right, you see these two big dudes. They're bodybuilders, mm-hmm. right? They get out of a small white Chevy celebrity, mm. right? And they're wearing ski masks and they're dressed in black. And now. They're extra scary looking, Lepke. And you know why? Because they made their own body armor. Wow. They made it out of thick fucking steel plates. They, they, their chest, their bodies, even their thighs, all of that was covered up with their own. They welded it. No like three, shit. Yeah, three quarter inch thick. Okay. And, these, and they're carrying the Bushmaster. They're carrying the fucking Norinko. They, I mean, and they got the black ski mask. They want to fight. It's 917. Now, every now this is this this is what see this is one of the reasons why I don't ever commit crime for the most part is be, for the most part is because I don't feel like I have the luck to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't just, I because they're walking in to the bank and it just so happens there's a patrol car going by. The police station's a quarter mile away. You just see, we talked about <laughs> yeah. this. We talked about this when we did uh, Licks and Lessons. Right. There's certain things that you can't predict when right. a crime's about to go. You can have everything drawn out, planned, and everything. All it takes is some old lady to come out of her house, right? A cop car drive. There's different things that you can right. never account yeah, for. Yeah, right. And when that happens, it's almost like the fate of God. Right. Like, that was just going to happen. You can happen. plan all your shit, but Don't you matter. can't plan for a surprise like that, right? Nope. But, di- I mean, they were... Armed and armored, right? So they didn't give a fuck. Nah, oh. but you know what? It doesn't matter how armed and armored you are. If there's only mm. two of you, eventually you're gonna go down. And it's nine seventeen. So it? it was just two. It was just two. Larry Phillips Jr. and Emil Matasarano. I, you, do you you want to know something though? Imagine if they were planning on doing this and that cruiser didn't come by and see them. Mm-hmm. If that cruiser didn't come by, they'd get away with it. Yeah. They would have walked out. And I think that they were expecting to just, before anybody would start shooting, they were going to get away. And then as soon as they started exchanging fire, I think they were like, you know what? Fuck this. It's a cop car, too. Yeah. Right. We'll just dust these dudes off and get out of here. Right. Right. I think that was their frame yeah. of mind. I no, think so too, yeah. no, no, listen. Uh, no, I don't think so. Because this, this is what happened. So these two dudes walk in. There's some fucking Jamoke on the ATM at like 917. So I can't remember his last name. It's like Iskaranian or whatever. But this guy, um, he's at the ATM as they're walking in. Right outside, just outside the fucking B of A, right? And they grab him and go, come here, you fucking numbskull. They pulled him in? They grabbed him. That's a kidnap. Okay. It, yeah. They grabbed him. That's the least of their concerns. They didn't see. They didn't see the patrol car. They don't know that they've been spotted. The patrol right. car didn't just throw on the sirens. Right. The patrol car had to radio it in that they were saying like the patrol car was like, "Hey, you know, uh, this possible robber." Po- they saw two guys with big guns walk into a B of A, and they're right. like, "Possible, possible. robbery." Right. Right. And Might be a Halloween party, but it could be a possible robbery. Right. 
Right. Did, Even though it's February. Yeah. Right, that's them radioing in. Who's there? Here. Possible robbery. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <that's laughs> a parking problem. Yeah. So they go in and they're like, all right. So now once they get inside, okay, now, now, now the two dudes are inside. Larry and Miller are inside this B of A, right? North Hollywood. Cop cars were like, hey, we think there's a possible robbery. Now this is still in the morning. So it's not like, it, it still has to take time to kind of evolve. Now, Emil is going to be the guy. That scares the shit out of everybody. Like when Steve, when you said, like, sometimes I would just run in and be like, I'll kill every motherfucker and freak them out, right? But you're just trying to get them all down and so nobody gives you any problems because you're trying to get in and out. That's what this guy does, right? Mm. That's what Emil does. He's got the Romanian accent. Right. So he comes in like heat, right? Mm -hmm. Like like that scene from Heat, if you guys, it's like this. Get on your knees. Right? Get on your knees. That's the Romanian. Get on your knees. He comes in and... So everyone gets down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Larry's like, who the fuck's the bank manager? And this dude sits up and is like, I'm the bank manager. I mean, I got to believe that that's the last thing you want to do. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the security guard is laying down. Like, everyone's right. laying down. They hit the bank manager in the back of the head with the butt of the rifle. Mm-hmm. And they send him to the vault. It's all right. They send him to the vault. Right now, because and they don't know this, and nobody knows this. Nobody knows this, but because these two guys just recently hit banks and they got away with it, mm-hmm. the banks realize, you know what? We're no longer putting all the money in one giant vault. Mm. They realize what we need to do is split the money up and put it in a bunch of small vaults. Okay. Because it's gonna slow the robbers down. All right. Instead of one big grab, you gotta go through ten fucking things to get it. Gotcha. And that's what's going on. Larry and them are sitting there, uh, trying to go through all of them, freaking out the bank manager. Now, by now, there's tons of cops coming up and starting to surround all access points to get away. Right? Like they're just coming in. See, that's the thing. If these guys haven't been spotted or they don't think they've been spotted. They have no idea the bank's being surrounded, right? Yeah. No, they don't. But at a certain point, they start to hear the chopper. They send in a, a chopper. <laughs> You'll have to turn that down, Sean. There we go. They hear the chopper. Now, here's the thing. At some point, Larry comes out. and Because he's hearing all these sirens and he's starting to hear everything. And they've blocked off. They've already blocked off all escape routes. Right. There's a police chopper circling over top. So now, while Larry, or while Emil or whatever is handling the crowd, Larry runs out and he comes out the north side of the bank and he looks and he sees cop cars up and down the street. And that's when he just fucking opens fire. Yeah, he did. He just starts firing machine guns at the cops. And the cops' cars, they're like paper mache. Yeah, bro. Yeah. The bullets are going through the cars, bro. They're going through the cars. Fucking armor-piercing bullets. AK-47 just shooting right. They're going right through the cars, bro. Going through car doors, they through don't engines, even, everything. Half the cops don't even have body armor. Right. All right? And we're saying like, like 15 to 16 cops are wounded. 
We're this talking 97, bro. Remember. 16 cops are wounded? Yeah, because they're all surrounding and they're all looking and then they don't they don't really Actually, know. Actually, uh it's 12 officers were shot. Shot 12. 12 officers were shot. 8 civilians and 12 officers are wow. down. Right. So all together it's like 21. Yeah, it's like 21, 22, 20, yeah. Damn. So they're outside, right? And so but but it's because when they're firing, they're just they're shooting bursts. Yep. Across the street and the cops have them completely surrounded. So when they walk out, Larry and Emil are just firing bursts like at waist level like you would see in a television show or whatever. And they're just like firing. And the thing is street is, sweeping. The cops, they don't have, the only guns they have are 38s and 9 millimeters. Yeah, and a shotgun. Right, and a shotgun. Some have a shotgun, right. Right, pellets. Yeah. And actually, the cops could see that some of their shots were hitting, like Larry and Emil, but because of their body armor, it wasn't going through. Right. So they would just see them getting hit, and they wouldn't go down, and they had to advise over the radio. So imagine, this is, this is Larry and Emil, this is what they sound like. All right, and then this is what the cops are doing back at him. <laughs> it's like a cap gun. Yeah, and yeah. it's going, it's doing nothing. Right. And they're they're hiding behind brick walls, and they're even in a house behind, and these rounds are going through the cinder blocks. Yeah. And 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 a lot of people are injured just because it, the bullets would hit the concrete and shrapnel fucking shit. Oh, yeah. Into their arms and face. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and they hadn't even called SWAT in yet. Yep. Right? They, and so they were just outgunned by two guys. And how, how many, when you looked up the notes, Steve, when they were talking about how many, how many cops did it seem like they'd set up all these different positions in the perimeter? Yeah, it looked like they had fucking something like 30 cops, 15 units surrounding these guys. Right. And it was two guys with, with automatic weapons. 30, 30 cops. That's crazy. Let me just give you like, uh, like let me just roll through this real quick for their preparation, just so you can get a sense of where these guys' heads at. Yeah. They filled the jam jar with gasoline and placed it in the back seat with the intention of setting the car and weapons on fire to destroy the evidence after the robbery. Phillips wore roughly 40 pounds of equipment, including a Type 3A bulletproof vest and groin guard. A load-bearing vest with multiple military canteen pouches for ammunition storage and several pieces of homemade body armor created from spare vests covering his shins, thighs, and forearms. Motherfucker looked like a samurai yeah. warrior coming yeah. out of that, right? Yeah. Mata Serrano wore only a Type 3A bullet vest, but included a metal trauma plate to protect vital organs. Additionally, each man had a watch sewn into the back of one glove in order to monitor their timing. Before entering, they took the barbiturate phenobarbital. 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 That ain't no strong ass drug. As a sedative just to calm their nerves. Right, right, right. That could calm your nerves. <laughs> that heavy. ain't no strong ass. It depends on how many you're taking. Too. Right, right. Phenobarbital, man. And really, it was not a hell of a drug on the street, man. Motherfuckers were giving that shit away. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. And so that's how these guys were set up. And then you had like 30 cops, right? And they didn't have anything close to being able to handle that. That just shows you the damage that two guys with the proper equipment can do to a bunch of people who are lightly armed and lightly armored. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You see that? Yep. I mean, that's like, that, I would imagine that's what it would be like sometimes in Iraq or in Afghanistan. Oh God. Just imagine if they, they were four deep. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, exactly. That might have gotten away. A right. Couple of them. Right. Yeah. So, and, and so then essentially around 924, right? So 917, this starts. Seven minutes into it, they call SWAT. All right. So SWAT shows up. Now, SWAT's better armed. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're coming in to kind of handle this thing. Right. And by now, right, Phillips comes out the north side. He like looks around the corner. He's spraying, just straight spraying bullets on all of these cops. They're ducking for cover. And some of the cops had to move the cars even further away because the bullets were going going through it or whatever. And then we're talking about in the intersections. Yeah. Right. Like live intersections. Like the cops try to make a perimeter. But that's why there, there were so many citizens that got shot. Yeah. It was because. The, traffic just, hour. Yeah. I mean, it's North Los Angeles. People not, are just jumping out of their cars trying to run for cover and right. they get shot. It's not Podunk, Oklahoma. Oh, man. This nothing but city. Yep. Nothing. I mean, imagine how many bullets. And at a certain point, now this is what's crazy. At a certain point, the cops realize they're outgunned. So what do they do? They locate an arms shop. A gun shop close oh, by, mm-hmm. yeah, and the cops go in there, and the owner of the gun shop opened it up for them and armed them with whatever they wanted. So they mm-hmm. ran in and just raided a gun shop, kind of like in Commando. Did you ever see Commando? Yeah. When they go into that army surplus store, and yeah. then Schwarzenegger's like grabbing like fucking grenade launchers <laughs> and shit. Yeah, anyway, it was like that. Um, and so eventually, though, you know, they the two guys make it back to their white car, that, that celebrity, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're running out of bullets. I think it was Larry, uh, his assault rifle got shot and malfunctioned. So he had to drop it. He had to open up the truck. And if you look at the video, they're not, like, running. No. I think he got, I think it was the, the it malfunctioned. Mm-hmm. So he gets rid of it because it won't fire. Right, it, like, jammed. Right, and that's when he picks up his handgun right and he's shooting and he gets shot in the hand you see the hand oh. you see him get shot in the hand right and in that he video you him. watch them it's not like they're running no he's no, just walking real calm yeah they're chilling yeah, yeah. right no they weren't running they weren't tripping the whole time if you look at it yeah, yeah but, but that might have been now that we're talking about it maybe that was the sedative right right <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just yeah. He's just like right yeah, walking around all so then what? Out. So then what happens after Larry drops the gun? He gets his pistol, he which puts is that gun up, and he fires it off. And as he's firing, you see his him get shot in the hand. You see the gun go flying out of his hand. It falls down. Well, he, he, that's when he kind of bends over and grabs like another gun from either out of his leg thing or right, something. Right. Yeah. And right there, he shoots himself in the head. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. Squirts himself right so, in the head. So at around this time, so they got yeah, the cops. Yeah, that's how that sounded. Wait, wait, wait. wait no, but they got the cops that got, got the weapons out of the, out of the, where you said? You got the cops that got the weapons out of the. Out of the gun shop. They got them, so the gun shop hooked them up. Was SWAT already on the scene? Yeah. Yeah. How long, what was the running time for the whole initial 44 thing. minutes that's a little that's a stretch oh yeah it, that they, they got a movie out called 44 minutes which basically right. details the whole thing so they got those guys out larry kills himself larry kills himself emil is over. still in the white sedan right. right right and he's got a trunk full of fucking shit he's actually dropped the money by now he's given up on all that but now he's just trying to get away and then 
like right around that time, there was a guy in a uh, like a blue car. Uh, no, a truck. No, no. no. That, I'll, you're right, but that's <laughs> different. All right. But the cop, there's, there's a third. There's a guy in a blue car that just all of a sudden takes off out of the Bank of America parking lot, and the cops fucking chase him down, shoot out his tires, wow. rip him out of the car, and they handcuff him. Turns out, because turns yeah. out he was just a regular guy stuck just, in the parking lot. Yeah. But they didn't know. They thought he might have been a suspect. Yeah. So and, they, that, and that ain't the right time to be making any moves right, out of any exactly. bank. Right? Yeah, like, but, what was yeah he but like, come right. on, Lepke, what do you do? You stay in the in your car while their guns are firing? Well, I, mean, I mean, they're all the way on another block. No, no. Oh, they're, no they're, it was it's like the down. parking lot of B of A. Right, right, right. You're in the middle of it. What do you do? Right. Yeah, he's trying to get the fuck out. Yeah. And the cops are like, that must be the third Suspect. Oh yeah, man, he's lucky he's alive. Yeah, he's lucky. Yeah. They LA didn't motherfucking yeah. PD, yeah. man, the way they yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Shoot and then ask you where the yeah. fuck. Like, let me see <laughs> your ID. Yeah. Right. You got yep. a bullet in your exactly. leg. Exactly. Like, oh. Exactly. They're, they're, lucky. they're lucky he didn't yeah. just get smoked. Yeah. And it's, it's so, <laughs> so, right. so he's got the white sedan. So then you're right. Then there's another car comes up and now he's trying to change cars because I think they're starting to shoot out the right. tires on the sedan. It's oh. not working so good, right? Mm -hmm. So this other car comes up, and he jumps out, and he fires right into the car, and the guy just hits it in reverse and book, books the fuck out. Right. Like, he doesn't know whatever. Then he gets to a truck, just like you said, mm -hmm. and he gets to the truck, and then Emil goes to the trunk, and he starts offloading all these weapons into the, the bed of the truck. Oh. Right. But then SWAT has taken up positions, and they start blasting him, and they're, they're shooting back and forth, and right. this is like... This is like all for everything. They right? pull up on him, like two cars pull right. up on him, and right when they pull up on him, he just just sprays both cars, wow. and you see all the officers dive out of the car. <laughs> I mean, he don't. He just comes right up and just starts. As soon as they pull up, he just sprays them both, and you just see all the cops shoot out of both yeah. sides of the car. That that was the part I got excited. Wait. So why? Did, <laughs> why yeah. So talk about that. Like what? What? What did? It, what did that mean to you at that time? Like when right. you saw those visuals, like were you watching the video? A absolutely, man. And you had just got released. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was out for a minute. I'd been out for a minute, but I remember that shit was right. going off. And I remember seeing, um, is it a Larry that came out of the bank? Yeah, just spraying. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this dude's putting it down. He's not running. He's just walking smooth. The car's moving. He's just blasting. I was like. <clears throat> you're watching it and you're just seeing and then you the next thing you're seeing is you're seeing Larry walking down with the handgun where they shoot him out, right? Mm. And I'm like, what's this dude gonna do? He's not even bucking, he's not really right. trying to hide, he's just gonna he's like a robot, man. And and then when, when you see him shoot himself and then I'm like, oh shit. And then the next thing they're covering is they're covering Emil. And that dude, you you, you see him doing what he's talking about. He's He's not giving a fuck. He's switching cars now. Right. He's putting his... I'm like, this dude, I'm rooting for him. I'm jumping up and down. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Did you think he was going to get away? I thought he would. I thought nobody was brave enough to stop this dude. Nobody wanted to get shot. And they were shooting. They were firing. Like, they give a fuck. They did not care about law enforcement at all. Yeah. They weren't intimidated not one, one bit. bit, bro. And I'd never seen anything like that. But let me tell you, man, when them cops pull when those two cars yeah, yeah. pull up on him right while he's in the middle of doing that, yeah. and he just turns around and just, yeah. just lays it on these two cars, and he's only 15 feet away from them, and just lays both cars, I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, damn straight, man. I was, I was hoping, he, I, I was, I just liked it, man. I was like, finally, finally, somebody's, 
somebody's taking the fight to them. The great you know, equalizer. Like the, yeah, man, that's exactly how I felt. You know, if you grew up like I grew up, and you you've been treated the way I've been treated by LAPD officers, any officers, and you just been all those years of just that fucking hate just brewing. And the shit, the dirty shit they do, and the way they fucking shoot motherfuckers with no regard. I just was like excited that somebody was just busting back on these motherfuckers. Just because you pull up in a black and white, you think everybody's gonna stop what they're oh, doing. No. Nah, man, they pulled up and they had their shit handed to them. And these motherfuckers were running. It was good to see them cops running scared, you know? And I was excited, man. I was rooting for them dudes. The whole time, I was hoping. You know what's interesting about that is that um, what's really interesting about that is, number one, when the cops show up and do their cop thing, it's usually a different kind of person that they're doing it on. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, when they show up and they do the black and white thing and they're doing whatever, it's usually the shakedown on the brown or the shakedown on the black and they're from the urban neighborhoods. And you know what? You don't really hear that many stories about those dudes walking out with AK-47s and spraying down the police force. But in this instance, right, <clears throat> it's a couple, of, it's it's one dude from Europe, which you never hear about Europeans spraying LAPD, mm-hmm. right? It's one, it's one dude from Europe, and it's another dude, a white dude out of Colorado, which is not the typical thing that cops, that LAPD are dealing with. So I find it interesting that somehow that's considered a, a one-off. That's considered like a oh well that was just a couple of bad apples and then that mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about that that group of people we need to profile these people right mm-hmm. that look like this but mm-hmm. those people rarely are ever the ones that are spraying cops with fucking submachine guns or even or with- spraying crowds of people with submachine guns it's not you know what kind of what yeah. that profile looks like. Right. We all do. Right. Las Vegas shooting, dude. Right. Well, we can go naming them all off. If you right. Want. Las Vegas shooting. I mean, that guy. Yeah, about, I mean, about that, 80% of all the high school shootings. Right. Right. But we, you don't you don't see the same kind of profiling for that aspect. And what's interesting is, so when you're bringing that up and you're saying finally someone stepped to them, it, it wasn't like, oh, well, you know what? We need to clamp down on like guns you know we need to we need to now we need to really take a look at this this culture and what it's spawning right and what kind of things they promote and what is this anti-government small government rhetoric and all that other militia and they, there was like really no push into that mm-hmm. but those were the guys that actually had the firepower they did and let me tell you something and lefty will co-sign this I think it was 92 or somewhere around there that they created the third strike law. 1994, March 7th. Was it 94? 94, yeah, they came in there, but uh, under uh, uh, Pete Wilson and Gray Davis. Right, okay, right. and when that law came out yeah. and people were clear that if you had a third strike and you were getting pulled over for simple gun. shit, remember? No, a gun, a possession, no, they were striking fools they, out. No, what they were doing was if you went in on a year of violation to the state prison, when you'd sign your parole papers, you were signing some other like separate paper mm-hmm. that if you're a, you're a, a, a parolee uh, in, 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 in possession of a firearm, 
you were basically signing like you, we hear about them dudes like there's a whole bunch of homies up there that are doing a lot of time they catch them with a stolen gun or an illegal gun that has murders on it they got to go do all the time for whatever mur- gun that murder had produced mm-hmm. and if it's loaded they got they giving like like I got the homie they caught him with a gun he's up there all they did was caught him with a gun that the other homeboys used in some you know in some in some jobs and he's basically sitting up there, you know, with all the time of, uh, you know, that that gun had killed some people. So he's he basically has sitting in jail. It has the murder. Uh, he had to own and those he, murders. He had to own the murder. But, he's, and and he, being down with the hood, he's not really like, you know, like he's just he's got the, you know. Now I heard he's coming up for, a, you know, he's been down nineteen years. But you remember that when that shit started happening, they were pulling cats over, and it was your third felony right. was a right. strikeout. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they were washing dudes up for a nickel for a of knife. cocaine for. A Knife. For knife. When that right. happened, right. you heard, bro, 187 yeah. on Ahuda. Everybody was talking about right. it. And that's where dudes were like, right. they were getting pulled over and they had dope in the car. They were shooting. And they were shooting at the yeah. cops. Yeah. They were, it, I'm telling you, bro, it went on for about, realistically, it maybe went on for about six months. A lot of neighborhoods were yeah, shooting. Yeah, a lot were like, fuck that. It was the third oh. strike and, and people yeah. knew they were getting 25 years. So they had nothing for no to matter, lose. Nothing to lose, bro. Nothing to lose. And you, right. and there was, there was like a six-month stint, man, and this yeah, is in the early wild. '90s, where everybody, black, brown, all those, yeah. were, were if they were getting pulled, and that's what changed up right. all this. This a lot of this right. stuff with these cops approaching cars. Right. This is where you see a lot of like people come, them coming up to the car, right. just blasting, or getting right out of the car and blasting on the cops. You know what? I'll tell you something. Like uh, the other thing is, is that I've read is that traffic stops are actually the most deadly for right. cops. Well, I'm telling you, that's it was go in the early '90s. There was a chunk of time where they came out with that tw- third strike law, and motherfuckers weren't having it. Yeah, they were they, like, "I ain't getting taken down like they, that. I'm going out with a shootout." Like, 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 like we think, like, oh, because they got this this made like this heavy duty third strike law going in in effect, and and people are like, "Oh, well, everybody's going to straighten up." It wasn't about that. Motherfuckers nope. wasn't trying to go to jail. It right. got even crazier. I was looking yep. at it like, man, they came out with this law. Motherfuckers is like flipping out, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like they ain't trying to like. Shit. Yeah, because it was like for any little. You thing. didn't have anything to lose. You had nothing to lose, man. Nothing to lose. And man. it was kind of bullshit on some of them. It, it right. was, man. You're, you're running. Like, you're running at a high speed chase from the cops because you got ten dollars worth of right. rock in your pocket. You're gonna get twenty five years for that. They weren't having it because we're bucking down on the cops. So this happening in ninety seven. It was like I was just glad somebody was taking the fight to him, man, like for once and letting him have it in a real way. Well, here's the thing, and this goes back kind of to like because Lepke loves the conspiracy angle. And this goes back to it because it's after this shootout, Lep, that the cops start getting more military gear. Oh, right. they got a lot of shit now. Yeah, so the Pentagon sent them 600 M16s. Right. And it's at that point in time that everyone's like, uh, the everyday patrol person shouldn't just have a nine miller and thirty eight. Well, I mean, now the law has changed. So now, now you got a lot of like, like, like I, the, from the research I've been doing is uh, uh, nowadays you got the people that are on parole. They no longer on parole. Like you remember how the parole officer used to be? I mean, the probation officer. Mm-hmm. Probation officer was a lightweight thing. Now they got the probation officers. They look like uh, SSU. They'll, yeah, I'll they wear it yeah, all. Like, SWAT. like yeah, they coming. Yeah, hey, they yeah. coming up into the like. 
into the sober living. I'm like opening the door. I'm like, oh, you guys are state. And they're like, yeah. no, we're county. Well, it used to be like a social worker guy. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. used to wear a suit. And you'd have to go see them. Yeah, and now, right. now right. they're coming, and these yeah. dudes are like, they got the, you know, they're like, I know they got the strap in the car, but they got the mace, they got the taser, and they come yeah. in like the Ninja yeah. Turtle. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, you guys <laughs> are crazy, like, bro. You guys are probation. I mean, what's going on? They're the like, fuck? well, you know, and. So, yeah. So no, it, no. So after that, right, so now LAPD realizes that they're outgunned. Right. Okay. So then they, they so going to your conspiracy thing, this might be the beginning of, like, super arming the cops and right. then also getting into super arming the citizens because- Every time the government gets super armed. What are they giving the cops nowadays? They got like a AR high power weapon. AR-15s. They got, they got every the patrol car. car's got an AR-15 right. in the back. Shotguns, higher caliber uh, pistols, right. you name it. Oh, so yeah, They all got those 15, 15 shot Glocks. And oh, they're they're like, right. Even, hey, even, I even saw the uh, the traffic the cop. 15 he has pops. Shotguns hanging out. Dude, and I'll tell oh, you yeah. right now, the yeah. military, right. when they decommission a lot of shit, right. they oftentimes give it to the cops. So, so the cops can have some armored vehicles. Right? right? Yeah. Like remember like Die Hard? Or what? Like yeah. they have like armored vehicles that they get from the military. Right. And, and, and not the battle round. <laughs> battle round. Yeah. The they say that there was an estimated two thousand rounds fired during this firefight roughly 1100 rounds larry and emil fired off. right which for some in reason in 44 minutes in 44 minutes 1100 rounds that's a lot that's a lot but it sounds like so much more oh but it, i mean when you hear that firefight right. i was like man it must have fired off five thousand got... rounds but it's, it's this is what they say showcases what they picked up yeah. 1100 and they say roughly 700 rounds the cops fired at them. Right. But you got to remember this. It's two dudes shooting 1,100, mm -hmm. and it's like 30 cops shooting 700. Mm. And those guys got hit. They got hit a bunch of times, and they didn't go down because of that body armor. That I don't know where they got the body armor. So this is what I'm saying to where you. Where is that body armor? I don't they know. should put that body armor there is an on, on a on a, a, a on tour. On tour. Right. They should put all that shit on tour. Their weapons, everything, man. I think, actually, believe it or <laughs> not, yeah, yeah really? they, have, a, they yeah. have an LAPD museum. Right behind the fucking Bank of America. In West Hollywood, uh -huh. actually. Do somewhere. They? Yeah, they do, and I've been to it. And right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up. Yeah, go ahead. They have a what? They have a police museum. I think it's LAPD museum. Up and they have the West Hollywood shootout stuff there? Did you see that? At the time that I went, it wasn't even, this was like three years ago, before my wife, when I was dating a hot Mexican Chinese chick. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she wanted to see some crazy shit, so we went and saw that. So I don't remember, but I, they do have a police, and I think I read somewhere that some of the stuff is in that museum. We're going to have to take a field trip over there. And so, the, so, so, but to go back to your conspiracy point. They didn't make a shrine out of that stuff. They, the, the cops then got militarized after that so you could say if you wanted to be paranoid and you wanted to see a conspiracy you could say that the government and the nra or whoever it is right help these two guys overpower the cops in order to set in motion so they can get more artillery get more artillery that makes sense you could do that right. you could say that but then every time the government gets more artillery right then the citizens and usually it's those like you know what i mean like those like 
militia type citizens that are like NRA guys. Right, you, you can have my gun when you pry it from my well, cold dead hands or whatever the fuck. <laughs> that is, right, those dudes. Then they're the ones that are like, well, we need to have because if the cops decide to come in and take our shit, we need to be able to defend ourselves in our castle. Is that how it works? Yeah, and the NRA and the gun companies are making money on both sides, and that is how that's working. That's how you get to a place where they started lessening. Because if you remember in the Reagan era, that one of Reagan's aides got shot, right? right, right Reagan right. got shot. Reagan yeah. got shot. Someone shot Reagan. Squeaky, yeah. squeaky, yeah. what's her name? Yeah. No, no, no. John, John, what's his name? Oh, was it? Yeah, well, John she, Hinckley. Hinckley. John Hinckley, Hinckley Jr. John Hinckley Jr. John Hinckley. And, and, and the other dude he shot, who was his fucking didn't partner, for, hey, didn't got pre- all fucked up. Didn't President remember? Ford yeah. get shot too? Mm, I'll look it up right no. now. I don't know. But but my point being is is that all of those restrictions. Brady, like, maybe Brady. That's, I think that Brady is what was it is. the guy that got it shot. It is because the, they neck. named the gun law after him. Why yeah. they locked that Manson girl up? Well, didn't she like? That was a whole bunch of other stuff. No, no, no. She had threatened the president. She threatened the president. Right, squeaky. She had a gun out. Yeah, 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 yeah. She they wrestled the her with the gun. I think right, too. Right, right, right. She did a whole bunch of time for that. Maybe. But my point is, is yeah, and then it's after that. Listen, Smitty, it's after that. Smitty, Smitty said she didn't fire the gun. She didn't, but they wrestled her dirt down, and she they had the gun, right? Down, she had it's the conspiracy gun. Yeah, she was, to shoot she was the doing that to get. She, she was trying to get Manson out of jail. Right. Yeah, right. there was an assassination so attempt on you, Ford. Hey, hey so, there was a there was a, it was Squeaky. So that and it was in Sacramento. So, yeah, oh, so Squeaky did try to do it to Ford. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let me show you another thing. So yeah. that, that MK that MK Ultra. Go ahead. From that uh, book, man. The brain shit. That bra- Listen, that was, going on, that was going on for a minute. That, that Jolly West. Yeah. Man, I'm hip to that, man. I was, I'm really like, I'm touching into that shit, man. I, yeah. I, I truly believe that. That shit that 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 uh that like being the country that we live in that there's there, there's there's shit there's shit going on man. Hey dude, I'm there's gonna shit tell you straight up, man. dude. I dude, there's shit going on. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. This is the part that confounds me. Like mm. this, if we're gonna get like real about it, yeah, there is shit going right. on. There's manufactured shit going on all the time. Right. Has to be. That's something's up. Right. Like think about it. That movie Argo, where which one? The Argo, remember with that? The, with the uh, 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 don't tell me, wait, uh, uh, where they with the Iran thing? Yeah, or, right, where they went in there and got the hostages out while they were filming the movie. Right, that was a great movie. No, man. no, no, the movie's great, right? but the movie shows you how easy it would be for wow. the CIA to work with Hollywood. Exactly. Sure. How is that not? Yeah, how they, and, yeah. and if you're in the CIA, right. let, let me, let's just let's just right. imagine. Let's sit back. Let's imagine we're real, 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 real wealthy, crusty, old right. Harvard Ivy League white people. Uh-huh. Money talks, bullshit. Right, talks, right. Yeah. Bush, you know, blue right. bloods. Yeah. Okay, you and me are blue bloods, Lepke. The good old boys. Yeah. <laughs> Where we don't even look at poor right. white people as the same as us. No. Okay. No, no, we're like that level. Right. Lyndon, right. Lyndon Johnson. Right. Way up there. Right. <laughs> right. And then imagine you're sitting at a desk. Right. right? And your whole job, right. right? Watch out for the United States. Protect the money. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you got this whole giant industry, right? Right. Hollywood is pumping out the hottest propaganda. Like, like, like people around the world are watching Disney. Right. People, right? Sure. And you have the power in the federal government to take away their license anytime you want. FCC, right? Yeah. Sorry, NBC, you're fucked. Yeah. Right? If I want to, right? Nice network you got there. Right. 
You know, we need a favor. Yeah. Is there any way that the CIA and those guys at that top level yeah. are not controlling a lot of what comes out? Is there yeah. any way that that possibly they're just like There's sleeping? There's no way. There's, There's no, no way. way. There is no way that they don't have their hands in some of it. All the way There's down, no possible way. All the way down to the Federal Reserve. Oh, I mean, that's easy. That's you know money. That yeah, that's Listen, easy. that's yeah. money. That's easy. But what I'm saying is, is like, that's the kind of thing that makes me think like a Harvey Weinstein situation. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It was he be- yeah, he didn't want to agree to something. That's what right? they, How yeah. is it that Weinstein goes for 25 right. years and nobody, raping and pillaging? Right, not right. a single person is able right. to make anything stick. Nobody says New shit. York yeah. and fucking L.A., nobody yeah. can make anything stick. And then something happens where it's like all out now. And it won't right. go away. Epstein. Epstein. Same thing too. with Epstein. Thing, right? How is that possible? There's no way that they, that's not they, possible. They don't want to come for him. Well, so no. So what happens is, I, well, I don't know the behind the scenes. I'm just right. saying it's that kind of shit that looks kind of hanky. Right, right, yeah. right. Because right, right. people yeah. have been investigating that a lot, and they were able to make that. Someone right. upstairs was able to make the Epstein shit go away a bunch of times. So, yeah. so would that be like saying Cosby didn't want to do what they asked him to do? I <laughs> almost. And if you think right. about what Cosby. Hey, Dude, I'll tell you something. Uh, I'll tell you like something. He no, was, no, no, no. It's two right, things. I, right. Look, this is going to sound crazy. Uh-huh. All right? People are going to be like, now nah, you're way out. No, no. But I, well, okay. Listen. I'm not way out with Lepke, but that's way out with normal people. Right. Listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Is there, so with even guys like Bill Cosby, let's say this. Let's just say this. Now, I'm making this up. All right. But it's not that hard to imagine. Because Bill Cosby came out of fucking, you know what I mean? Like, Picture pages or whatever the fuck right, that like right, a kid's yeah, thing, and then right. he went on to do all this shit. Jello pudding pops. Right. No, before that though, he was picture pages. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? That ain't yeah. that hot. No. Right. Okay. He comes out of children's television, becomes one of the biggest comedians of all time for a while there, right? Right. How much do you, I mean? Is it possible that they said, "Listen, you tell black men, and you disapprove of them." You take a certain stance, and you be vocal about it, and you talk about that shit, and we're going to make it easier for you to do your thing. And I guarantee you a lot of these deals, it's just like you were saying, Steve, you can't have Asperger's and be a part of a conspiracy. You got to be able to read between the lines, Right. right? So how many times do you think Cosby figured out that like, you know what, if I toe the company line a little bit, if, I, if I'm if i a black man that's criticizing white uh, black men, other black men, and trying to uphold this other thing, maybe some of the networks are going to give me more time. Maybe I'm going to get somewhere. Maybe I'm going to do something. Maybe I can, then I can take pills and just fuck all these sleeping bitches. Like, think about that. And then, right, when you're saying something like maybe he didn't want to do a deal, what if the same kind of people, that'd be interested in having a black man criticize his own kind openly. Now, this is just what if. What if when that guy's usefulness is no longer good, they further undermine the black cause by revealing all that shit and being like, see, he just, he just, he, what did you expect? Another African-American male taking advantage of women. Yeah, yeah. Not even, he didn't even want to be a political. Then what would be the, what, tell me what would be the leverage point with Michael Jackson? Okay. How did that one work? Hey, listen. Okay, I'm because gonna, that guy right. definitely was influencing seventy-five percent right. of the planet right. with his music. I mean, wait, put in some lyrics like this. But wait, well, what, what did they have him doing right. that that guy could get away with running around with children in his hotel room all over the world? With a buzzer. Okay, with yeah, a buzzer with a buzzer and with all that. How, how is that? 
holding hands and making out with these all guys. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You know what? I, 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 that's a legit question, right? That's a legit question. And when you think about it, right? First of all, you got to remember that Michael started out famous with his family, right? They got up to a certain level of Motown. And maybe when you get to certain levels, you're just a part of some hanky shit. There's no way that at the top, top levels of these studios, they don't know who's fucking who and who's up to whatever, right? And they, they got private detectives. Imagine you're trying to make a deal. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people who figured out, like, you know what? If I tell this guy, if I spend 1500 bucks for a week to have Michael Jackson tailed, and then I find out that he's diddling little kids, that's going to help me cut a deal with him. I'll reveal it. I got the proof. Uh, and there was probably, uh, you know what? You're right. I bet you there was a bunch of people on the take. I had to be. Now, now, let's go a little further with this, mm -hmm. okay? Because you got Epstein running around too. And, and, and this is the kind of thing, I don't even know this is right for this show, but this is the kind of thing that makes me think that there's giant, like, child sex rings. Because it's like, and I don't mean like the Pizza Gate and all that bullshit. I'm just saying, like, you look at, it's crazy. Epstein, underage girls. And Prince Andrew, right, is almost going to get kicked out because eventually he found, like, he, he's he, in the mix with dudes. With chicks, underage chicks, and underage mm -hmm. chicks talking about what it was like to fuck Prince Andrew and like how it worked, mm -hmm. you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah, he bowed out, man. He, Done. Uh, yeah, he's taking a back seat to public life right now. Done. Wow. Yeah, he's a pedophile, so he doesn't get to par okay. participate. Gotcha. Meanwhile, this girl's got to live with this shit for the rest. Okay, right, whatever. Right, right, right. All right, you got Epstein. Then And then, let's just be real, you got the Catholic Church, which has been dealing with pedophilia now? Yes, man, yes. It's been like 50 fucking years to trying yeah. to get to the bottom of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? They've gone through like eight popes That's and fun. like eight different task forces, and they've finally licked the problem, and then just as they licked the problem, there's a whole other... Like, you find out that the guy in charge of, like, shutting everything down, turns out he was running his own child <laughs> thing. And you're like, Jesus Christ. And then, Steve, we just got done talking about the LAPD youth program, whatever that was. Oh, yeah. Right? What? Yeah. What happened? Uh, there was a LA. So the, the LAPD put together this LAPD youth program that in a certain way, remember we used to be at the Pico Youth Center? Yeah. It competed with that. And because Oscar De La Torre, hey, vote for him for mayor or whatever. He's running for whatever. He, he was constantly, like, sticking up for the brown people or whatever, right, in that area. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Santa Monica's also got a lot of rich white people who are trying to turn it into something else. Mm -hmm. So in a way to shut down the PYFC, they started opening up other programs. So allegedly. So, right, I don't know this firsthand. Okay, I'm just saying from what looks like to me. All right. Could be different. But anyway, it looks like to me. Anyway. So then the LAPD was opening up a youth program too, right? And they were funding that. And they were splitting the funding off, kind of starving out. All right. Mm -hmm. But turns out that the, one of the guys running it was fucking all the kids. Yep. A couple, no, a couple. A couple of the adults? A couple of the adults were screwing the kids. A couple of these uh, op pal officers. Fuck. Pals. Officer pals. And as, and as one of them got brought in with charges and was getting ready to go to trial, he killed himself. Oh, kill himself before he go right, right before he get child killed himself. So you have that. Then and you have they're settling with eighteen victims. 
they're settling with them, the city of Santa Monica, to sweep this under the rug. Damn. And then check this out. Then you have the Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. which is nearly just completely falling <laughs> apart, right? Because there's so much pedophilia going on in the Boy Scouts. Oh, man, dude. It's crazy. And, and you know... When you think about it now, see, when Michael Jackson was doing his thing, right, and then you got Michael Jackson. Now, you got Sony attached to Michael Jackson. You got so many people's careers attached to Michael Jackson that none of them want to, like, even his mom is like, no, what are you, crazy? You know, like, no way. And then, you know. So the point being is, is like, those are some major, major. And then you got Corey Feldman. It's like, hey, Hollywood's fucking child sex thing's big. And think about it. Think about like you know it like maybe maybe it's a little harder today because they got minders and all these people around, but think about like even that director what the fuck's his name that that just got busted with all the like young boys on the boat Brian no Singer come on Brian Singer yeah yeah Brian Singer yeah Brian Singer dude he there's a huge thing in Vanity Fair or the Atlantic about. How he was just hitting all these underage boys. Right, 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 right. Yeah. What was he the director of? Some big movie that just... All of them, dude. He was right, a... right, 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 right. And then and then also even the guy from Rosemary's Baby. What the fuck is his name? Polanski. Yeah, Polanski, who will yeah. never set foot uh, in the yeah, United yeah. States. because no. he Right, re- yeah. Right, all right. right, right. And then... So this is, this, is what, this is just what's going on now. All right? And then you're sitting there and you're like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. So my point being, this is what you know, this is what you know about, this is what you're reading about, and so that's why I think, like, there's something odd about this whole thing. Like, there's something odd about the conspiracy. It's so widespread, it just seems crazy to me. And Jehovah Witnesses, too. There's a lot of reports in the Jehovah Witness religion where they are um, accused of covering up pedophilia. Absolutely. And then if you remember, Michael Jackson was a Jehovah Witness for like a year. Right. He was. And there are a lot of stuff going on with the Mormons, too. Yeah. But it, but it, it's weird with the Mormons because you already know they're a little weird because you know that like some of the they're Mormons are trying fucking, to yeah, marry. 13 year old girls and right. shit. Like that, right. They're looking through a fucking. Yeah. And putting a hole in a sheet and doing yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 fucking yeah, yeah. temples. But I mean. Why they got the hole? They, dude, it's some kind of religious thing where it's like. Like the most sacrosanct uh, marriage is the one that's witnessed by the elders in the temple, and they put a hole in the sheet, and a man has sex through the sheet or with the with his wife. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But my point is, is like so. So you know, it, it's like it, if you wanted to control shit, you'd probably know all that. You'd know it all. And you wouldn't turn everyone in right away, cause you don't, you know, no, you're like, oh, you're gonna utilize them to your best, in- right, 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 right. But somebody, if not many, were like, I got the money. I'll put six private PIs on Michael Jackson. I'll get to the bottom of what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And when they easily did, figure the whole thing out, camera hidden up there, like, ah, why turn them in? I'll just get bugging a million bucks a month from this guy. Now you know why he was always claiming to be broke. Right. <laughs> now right, you know right, why he was right. always claiming to be and broke. Did somebody just finally get at that doctor and be like, OD that guy's time for him to where, go? Where, where, where is that doctor? Conrad Murray. 
Conrad Murray did time. Where and is I think he? he, might he be didn't out. do too much time. He did. He, he did. He got out. Nah, yeah. It was like it was he, a medical accident. He didn't even they go. To, yeah, they might have yeah. been like, "Hey, Murray, it's time for this guy right. to go." I don't need Con, hey. Conrad Murray probably had a dirty jacket, and yeah. they were like, "You know what? Hey. Tell you what? Right. Yeah. You take the heat for." And now, dude, he's, he's gonna be a couple years. A lot of people don't know. I don't even think he went to the pen. He just sat up there in Twin Towers, up in Tower One. <laughs> Do you, you ever know, see this face? Crazy, yeah, Conrad put, Murray's face is fucking yeah, classic. Put, yeah, where they put the, uh, you know, where they got the dude up there, where they get, give him a few meds, and he's just kicking it with some, you know, <laughs> the crazy people, you know. <laughs> What's the name? Tower this? One. In February 2010, Murray was formally charged with involuntary manslaughter. That's what they got, uh, involuntary, involuntary manslaughter. He didn't intend to do it. No. Uh, in 2011, he went on trial. He was convicted. He received a maximum penalty of four years in prison for yeah, killing yeah, the got, king of pop. A lot, a lot of people don't realize this too that Mike he was he was he he was he was also an addict. Oh like, come on, oh, dude. Right, no, Yo, no, he was. Bro, yeah. Of course, yeah. you're ruining right. kids' lives every day. No, you can't no, go no, to no, sleep. I'm no, I'm sorry. Wow, that's uh, right. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like you know, opiates, man. He he had such a guilty conscience he couldn't go to sleep. Yeah, man, I was saying that he was doing this shit fucking 20 right. years ago, and people were looking at me like I'm crazy. Do you remember? Like, what business does that adult man have right. with that 13-year-old boy? Dude, you, why is he holding his hand? Why are they busy carousing around together, and the families are staying in different houses? But Yeah, that's one fucking thing. Of what? And people would look at me crazy because they'd be like, right. there's no way, Michael Jackson. He's, a, he's a child me? on the inside. Dude, you know what? You know what? He, listen, Michael Jackson, all right, so check it out. He had manipulated everybody. We, like, there was a period of time when everybody was kind of like of the belief that he was like, well, he could do no wrong, like in the 80s. Like, everybody was like, you know what? He's just a weird dude, you know, but he's super talented. And, like, not very many people were really questioning, like, why is he with Emmanuel Webster at the fucking, like, remember that? Yeah. He went with yeah. Brooke Shields, and then he had Emmanuel Webster like a puppet, like his right, hand up a right, puppet. Right, 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 right. And, like, nobody said anything about it. Like, everybody's like, oh, what, you know, the guy's weird. What are you going to do? And he didn't have a childhood. A lot of people bought that. They were like, you know what? He just wants to go to Disneyland. Let me ask you something. I remember clearly. Clearly, I remember this like yesterday. This guy grabs his kid and hangs him over a fucking balcony, right. Right. bro. Right. Like he was going to throw like like He's that. He's out like, of his mind. Out of his mind. If you did that with your son mm-hmm. and that and a cop or anybody saw you, you'd be in prison. Bro. On, on you'd film. You'd be locked up on, on film. film, bro. They'd be like, child services are coming. Your ass would be... He did that shit that just a, shows in you. front of everybody, and he didn't spend a day in jail. And that's yeah. child endangerment right there. Come on, man. Are hey, you listen, me? and you know what's we- okay? We'll be- listen. So he had everyone fooled on all that, and then right, he's got mm. everyone fooled on that. And then just like you said, twenty years ago, the first allegations came out, and some people kind of like, now nah, that makes sense. Now I understand. What's a grown man doing with a bunch of boys all the time? Now that makes sense. Why is he trying to have a, why does he have a thing called Neverland where boys never grow up? Far outside the city, you know what I mean? Far, far away. Then you find out that like, oh yeah, at first you're like, oh, he's helping poor kids. Right. Right? And then it turns out that the parents are destitute and he basically pays off the parents so that he can have his fun time with these boys. That's crazy. Right? He's got a, like a zoo over at his house, and 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 so then he doesn't beat the first charges, right? Right? 
He pays off the kid sure. and the kid's dad, twenty five million or whatever it was. But dude, I was I read twenty five million. Yeah, I think that's what it's reported to be, right? That's what he paid. And apparently, like, apparently he's he has a lot of people he pays off. Like he's got a he's got, this guy was writing checks all over the place to parents to mm. shut them the fuck up. Mm. All right, kind of like Bill Cosby was. He was managing all these girls. He was like, "Well, I'll give you eleven hundred for school." Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna help you with. Mine is a terrible thing to waste, so I'm gonna give you five thousand now. If you don't mind, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but the point is, is like so. And then right, mm-hmm. that kid Jordy Chandler was the kid's name. Right. They settled that. California changed the law after that so that you couldn't settle out. A child abuse case like that. Wow. Right? Then, like, some time goes by. Then he does that interview with Oprah. Mm. Right? Remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, Oprah goes there, and she's asking him, and he shows him the fucking theater and all the shit that goes all on. right, right. Well, you sure that wasn't Barbara Walters? Nope. That was Oprah, my what friend. Was that was Oprah. Because she was, he was singing. She was like, hey, dude, they, they did a whole singing thing. Like, she, they got, you know... So Oprah went in there like back backing him or, or like Well, going, you know, to be fair or to was it like just To be a, fair to Oprah, she wasn't going in there to back him. She according to her and according to the way the show was set up, she was going in there to get the real story. Right. His version. I see. And she asked him some pretty tough questions. And he was like, No way, Oprah, they you know, they you know, Johnny Z sounds a lot like Michael Jackson. <laughs> no way, Oprah, you know, they make up some horrible things about me, some Whoa. terrible, just atrocious things I had they took naked pictures of my body. Whoa. Of my of my genitals, you know all that shit. Oh no, Oprah! I would never well, put my hey, tongue down some eleven-year-old kid's asshole. But, but listen, unbelievable. Hey, the maid wasn't it the maid that was like hiding the underwear from the kids? Yeah, or yeah, or like yeah. That? Dude, he had a German. She was hiding the underwear because Michael Jackson was eating their underwear. Dude, <laughs> she they had a one of the maids was like a German maid or whatever, and she was in charge of making sure that he no one ran up into Michael's bedroom unannounced. Wow, that was like, and he had his code name called the Blue Fox. Blue Fox is over in Sector Twelve. Blue Fox is up in his attic. And he had a bedroom inside the bedroom. Oh, man. I mean, you know, when you have a bedroom inside the bedroom, you know some shit's going down. Yeah. Uh, when you have warning, when you have filters to your bedroom, warning bells and buzzers. Right. When you, when you, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I want them to see me jacking off. Like, like, no, oh, like when you have like a, you know, and then you have like a slide outside the other thing, you could just shove a kid down the chute. Oh, be like, man. you hear the bell and you just shove the kid down the chute. Unbelievable. And he's on another floor. And listen. He, listen, he, he, so then he does another with Martin Bashir. He does another video, like another documentary. What's Martin Bashir? Is he a a child actor? No, no, no. Martin Bashir is like some kind of one of these British loudmouth documentary guys like, we're here with Michael Jackson, who's been accused of perversion. (laughs) You know, like one of those guys. And he's there and he's filming this whole thing. And Michael Jackson's holding the hands of like a 15-year-old or something like that, Mexican kid. No, like on camera. Right? Now listen to me. Now listen to this and pay close attention. It's all it's all on the thing. He does that, right? Right. Okay. Then people go like, "What's Michael Jackson doing holding a young kid's hand? Man. It looks crazy, right?" Right. So then the DA, who didn't get him the first time, right. files the charges, right? And <clears throat> it starts coming out. But Michael's gonna fight this one. He's not oh. gonna settle it. 
Mm-hmm. Remember that? And he had like an umbrella and he's wearing oh, yeah. pajamas and dancing yeah, on top yeah, of a yeah. limo. Yeah. What? Right? Remember that? What's yeah. that? Santa Barbara Court. That's right. Yes. That's fucking right. And he go and the family all shows up. And when they get there, Michael Jackson's defense has got a silver bullet because the mom lied on a welfare thing. Ooh. And he eventually was acquitted. Right? And he came out and he was all happy. Now I think he purposely <laughs> set that all up knowing that they were going to fight the charges. He just like, <clears throat> how is Michael Jackson the guy with buzzers and all this other shit? He's not going to be smart enough to know not to hold the kid's hand on, on a, on a right. nationalized television right. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did that. Then they brought the charges. And then they had all the dirt to make it go away. And it looked like he didn't settle it. Wow. That's, yeah. that's what was going on. He might have paid for the whole thing to go down like that. Exactly. And bring another, the charges. Another interesting thing, too. Do you know he wanted to play Spider-Man? Wow. How the fuck is he gonna play Spider-Man? Well, it's Stan, Stan. I think st- when when Stan told us this, oh. he he was saying that when he met with Michael, he said that when he walked into wherever they met, I think it was at his house or somewhere, he said it was just like a very weird kind of vibe, and that he said that um like there was a picture on the wall or a painting or a picture or something, and it was it was Michael, and I don't know what was around him, but Stan just said it was just very like very odd, very very just the vibe just wasn't right and. He just struck him very, um, like, he just struck him in the wrong way. So. Uh, it was Michael, a picture of Michael painted with 30, 40 little cherub boys <laughs> all around him naked. Well, this is what I was going to say. That's interesting because when, I, when I, I read the police report on the Jordy Chandler thing, right, and I was reading it, and I was like, man, I can't believe this is, this is so, like, this is crazy. I read all that, and they went into the mental makeup of a pedophile. The FBI has done forensic psychoanalysis or whatever, and they have some, some common traits they all have. One is they have an unusually, like, focused love or, like, um, fetish or um, um, admiring. Admiration. Childhood innocence. They're always talking about childhood so, innocence. So it makes sense why he wanted to play Spider-Man because that just like probably struck a chord with them. And, and it's true. But if you yeah. also listen to almost any interview he talks about is how beautiful the innocence of children is. When you hear someone overly talk about the innocence of children, run for the fucking hills. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like how many guys you know that like banging adult chicks are like, yeah, the innocence of children is so beautiful. I think, no, you're ignorant. Yeah, you can hear that from a woman, but not from a man. It's something weird about that. Okay, so you over- A mother might say that. You know? Overly, overly <laughs> emphasizing that. The second thing they said was that they have an abundance of age-inappropriate toys in the house. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, I'm pretty that sure he sounds had tons. Right. I'm sure he had Squirt tons. Squirt guns and mother See, I even look at people that, that play too many fucking peachy- PS2 and too many of that shit. Oh, I, I, yeah. Adult dudes that can't get off the gaming, I even look at them dudes weird way out, bro. Yeah. Listen, listen. That shit a little bit funny. If, if you're like, uh, like, uh, exa- well, there is something adolescent about that. I'll agree with that. And it's it's one thing to be like a dude by himself with a headset that's playing people in Korea. It, but if you're like showing up over at Timmy's house and you're <laughs> yeah. 32 and he's like yeah, 12 yeah, and you're, you're yeah. his best friend yeah. Yeah. the dad he never had no, that cool. it's like, no, there's no, something no, weird no. about yeah, that right yeah, yeah, yeah but also if weird. you're three or four guys come around you guys are spending fucking 
your whole weekend, 12-hour shifts playing PS2, mm. and you're fucking in your 30s, yeah. it's, that shit yeah. ain't right, bro. Now, let me, you tell ask you, me. let me tell you something. So, okay, so age-inappropriate toys all around the house. All right. Right? And you don't have a kid. If you have a kid, that's different. Right. right. Different, oh, okay. different, different. But you're, you don't. So and then you look at Michael Jackson's whole fucking layout. Pinball machines and motherfucking like carnival. Shit. It was yeah. a carnival. Yeah, dude. it was a fucking carnival. It was a toy store. It was bait. His house was a toy store. That's exactly what it was. was. Bait. And it was bait. bait. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly bait. right. And then they said the third comic. Like Pac-Man. I've got 20 Pac-Man machines right here. <laughs> fucking living room. Right. It's just like that episode. Some of you probably too young to remember. Different strokes. When mm. Dudley and fucking nah. Arnold go down to that bike guy's apartment and he's got all these toys and games and then oh is he and he's molesting games? yeah it's a two-parter it's right. a very special different strokes right they, they got the a bait the bait on it was the yeah. guy from who was the the manager of the station from wkrp gordon jump oh. he was the pedophile bike owner and they wow. dudley I think and, I saw that. yeah and then yeah. dudley and arnold go down there and and like you know he gives them pills and he's showing them cartoons and he's letting them play right. with trains and all this other stuff and then arnold knows instinctively something's not right and he leaves and then they, then Dudley's dad shows up and they can't find Dudley and he's in a closet with his shirt off and oh. he comes out and he's like really yeah it was like an intense it was an intense wow. film stroke Damn. yeah anyway and then the third thing right along with all that mm -hmm. the third thing is is that they have difficulty forming normal relationships with other adults mm. that this is all Michael Jackson that, and that's what they were saying. That's what the cops, when they went, they did the forensic analysis. There's All like right. everything points to this. And then they also pointed out like there's not also girls spending the night. It's just boys. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes a little weird after a while. You're just like, okay, it's like, what's going on? Yeah. Right. And the same thing was true in the Vatican, dude. When I went to the Vatican, you know what I mean? I'm like walking in the Vatican and I'm looking and they got all those angels, but it's only naked boys. boys. But you know what? A lot of people have said a lot about that, about the cherubs in the Catholic art. Like, why is it that all of it's like overly concentrated on little boys? Yeah. And they have their generals and everything, and they show these little boys, little boys. I was telling my wife this last night. I we're I can't remember why. I can't, oh, we're watching. That we're watching Spartacus. Okay, mm -hmm. we're watching Spartacus. Which, which is, one? What do you mean, which one? The, the, the one? show. The oh, show. Oh. Go, it, it's there's like a season. It's it's not historically accurate in the sense that right. Julius Caesar really didn't get involved with the hunt of Spartacus and all sort of shit. Is this a Netflix? I don't. I don't it's like an Amazon it's an Spartacus. Stars, stars, stars. Yeah. it's stars, stars. Okay. But you can get stars hey, on hey, Amazon. Hey, you, want me you to thought tell you? everything is Kirk Douglas? No, no, no. Yeah, that old. No, one. no, yeah, no. no. But listen, listen. Let me tell you what I, but I, what I, what, what, what I got a hold of, man, and it was a fire, man. What that Forrest Whitaker shit? What that Harlem Godfather? Yeah, my buddy's the producer of that show. That shit ain't no joke, love. Yeah, man, yeah. that motherfucker. They follow. Hey, look. Hey, they did their, they did their work on right, that. Right, they right. follow the uh, Bumpy, history. Uh, Bumpy Johnson. Bumpy, yeah. Uh, and, Bumpy uh, and, Johnson. And what's mm -hmm. the one that was Ro Roman with the bathrobe? What was his name? Uh, uh, Galanti. Mm -hmm. Carmen Galanti. Carmen. Wow. Hey, 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 it's on. It's on Epics. All right. All right. That one How about out. Snowfall? Started from the beginning. Snowfall, yeah, yeah. That shit ain't no Snowfall, joke either. Snowfall's was, good, right? Snowfall ain't no joke. I've, I've been watching Snowfall. I'm waiting for the next one. That's on Snowfall. John Singleton, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And that, and that's conspiracy theory. 
Right. That's but that's true. That's not a conspiracy. Everybody no, no, knows. everybody, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, but that's what drives me crazy about all so this So let shit. me ask you something. So Go cause, ahead. Because we, we on the Michael Jackson thing. Hmm? How long... Go ahead. This was like going on, like, like going... It just kept going. So society accepts... The fact that there's some dirty shit going on, yes. as long as you know you you serenade us with this good music, because I said it on another podcast right here. I said Michael Jackson to me, to me, not to like 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 I know he did some way out. Yeah, like we're all sharing about this way out masquerade bullshit over there at the Neverland. Right. But at the same time, the man was he yes he was like one yeah, of the most talented. You gotta follow him. Yeah. What when do you think the process was taking place? Because I look at the old videos, man. I look. So when he was with Thriller, like off the wall, like yeah. singing was doing that shit. No, no, right? no, like, no, 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 like, like if no, you, if no, you no, watch that, no, yeah, no, like, no way. I think, I'll tell I think you. in the Thriller, like I watched because I had that going while I was on the treadmill. It's because his hair caught right, on the, fire the, on the yeah, Pepsi right commercial. On. No, yeah, Thriller he was already doing that shit. I think off the wall, he might have still been. Uh, no way! Chicks, no? no way! Because I think, and this is just me personally, but do I don't think I don't is. think you choose to be like a pedophile. Mm, I really I, don't. Well, I think you, you know what you bring up a good point. Maybe he was always yeah. Because I, I you think about it, it's like you know does does a guy really choose that? I don't think so. I don't think a guy it's like chooses choosing to be gay or straight. Like right, and then we're not a, and we're not equating pedophilia with any of the sexualities. Right, we don't we're, we don't disapprove it. But the point is, is right. I gotta find it hard to believe that like somebody chooses that. You know what I mean? Like oh okay, well I'm gonna start fucking kids because that's just. I think basically he was always like that. I think he probably got fucked. By somebody uh-huh. when he was a kid, uh-huh. yeah, because uh-huh. what he was exposed to being in that industry, you know, oh maybe, yeah, I mean, it oh, started yeah. there and then it just, you know, well, made him, yeah. made him act I mean, like that. You gotta believe and look, and look at look at what happened to Latoya, man. Like all those kids got a little fucked up. Yeah. Well, Latoya, I bet his dad. I bet the Michael Jackson's mom and dad traded him off. To some producers. And, oh yeah, yeah. Make some money, got some jobs, make a little yeah, while, so you get to the next level. That's how the yeah. business. That's yeah. how the business it works. works. Yeah, more yeah, exactly. Sell their own kids for. Uh, that's uh, that's a high probability for me, especially yeah. with that, Joe Jackson. I mean, with Joe Jackson, yeah, how he was, is is how he was, and everything. Yeah, so do it. But but they might not have to do all that because he was. They were already talented, and they were pushing the line with. Yeah, but you know how many super talented. Yeah, but how many talented people don't make it? Exactly. Like they don't sell out. I was watching that. They ain't down to do all what you need to do. Got, mm-hmm. Hey, they got a good documentary, the Barry Gordy story. I was checking that out, man. He had that the franchise booming, man. He had them all in. They were competing, like the Temptations would compete with the Four Tops. Everybody was in a competition that made that. You got to remember group. too. You got to remember too. Michael went beyond. He didn't just stick in the Motown mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. He no, crossed he, over. He crossed, mm-hmm. he crossed past in that right. white world. He right, did. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know did. what? No There's more so- Jackson Five. No, no dude, Jackson. it was Jackson I mean, some One. Real you remember weird the shit last? Do you remember the last? Do you remember? How are you gonna do all that fucking plastic surgery remember, like that right, yeah, and not off. have some weird shit right, going yeah, on? Yeah, he went off. Do you remember the last time that the the Jack? Well, you know, they, it was like what was the last shit that they did? They did the victory tour and it was yeah. over. That, I don't know. No, I don't know. Or, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the last shit is. But what yeah. I'm saying is, is, he crosses over. He goes to a different level. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and and he went to a level when the music industry, you had to buy the tape. It wasn't right. like it is now, where you got a, no. uh, a thing on you Spotify. Download, let's download. Yeah, you had to go buy the you tape. Go to the, and then yeah, motherfuckers gotta, bought the tape. They were buying. Mm-hmm. The, I remember it was making like a dollar on every copy. Oh, yeah, that dude was crazy. fucking crazy rich. And then you know, Quincy Jones came out with that. He, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he stopped taking his meds. 
I don't know if he broke out the old folks' home, but he went and he gave this amazing interview where he just dishes on every... Right, Sean? Do you remember that? Yeah, He dished on every musical act. Oh, recently, like a a year ago, right? Yeah, and then his daughters got to him and told him to apologize because he was saying that Ringo Starr couldn't drum. He said Michael Jackson, he's like, the thing about Michael, he was a cold-blooded motherfucker. And he used those words. He said nobody was colder than that, dude. He said there was a guy that came on and did the horns on like fucking... Can't you know? Can't get enough. Or mama say, mama Samu Makasa, whatever the fuck right, that right, is, right, right? Best horn player in the world played. Michael Jackson didn't fucking give him credit. Didn't pay him. Damn. Because he didn't have an agreement. And Quincy even told him, "You should pay that dude because that's the dude." And Michael Jackson's like, "Yeah, I don't think so. Fuck that dude." Damn. And that dude, if you get a chance to read that interview, Whoa. amazing. Then his daughters came out and were like, "He didn't take his heart medication. He's sorry." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, "All right, I guess I I went a little overboard." But he said that they did a thing where they were like. The Beatles, they were trying to produce his Beatles album or something like that. Mm-hmm. He tells this story about Ringo Starr. He said they were in there for like eight. He said the thing about the Beatles was. Guy couldn't play a drum, right? Not only that, none of them were that good of musicians. He said they weren't that good of musicians. They couldn't do shit. And he said that Ringo Starr was in there doing the drums for like four hours. So then Quincy says, hey, you know what, man? Why don't you go get a beer and a fucking and a pork pie or whatever it is sure. you British people eat? Come back after lunch and maybe you can do it. So he goes and he leaves. They bring in some like amazing jazz guy who's a nobody but has all the skill. Right. Knocks it out, right? And then when Ringo comes back, he plays it back for him and says, you know what? This was your last take. And it's like completely really good. And, and Ringo's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then that's how they left it. Wow. That's how it was done. Wow. That's what Quincy Jones said anyway. Yeah. But so, so I don't know. On the Michael Jackson thing, it's to the point also, by the way, that sometimes I'm like, how do you even know he's dead? I mean, he well, got mm. passed out. He got mm. sent up. That's, that's, that's the other conspiracy. Oh, they, oh, they, they, they yeah, are. What if he oh, ain't yeah. even oh, yeah. dead? Maybe they moved his ass to Taiwan. Dude, set him up and they got big house. He's on an island Y'all somewhere also, yeah, with other celebrities or what, people. Right. What's the know. best wow. way? He's on an island with a bunch of little boys, a bunch of little <laughs> slaves. That they, yeah. Well, why do you think he was always traveling to Bahrain? Yeah. Why do you think he was always wow. in the Middle East, fucking around in the Middle East, wearing daishikis mm. or whatever they wear over there? But like, he was always fucking with these weird princes and doing all this weird shit. Dude, uh. and if you die. Right, like a lot of debts and shit that you're supposed to pay off, right. they go away. Yeah, they go. And then it's your estate. Yeah. That's right. That's fucking crazy. I wonder who really got to investigate that body, and you don't know. Mm-hmm. They have I mean, the L.A. Mm-hmm. coroner's the one who right. testifies to it. But I mean, how hard is that to pay yeah. those guys off? Exactly. Not hard at all. Right. Not hard We're at gonna all. We're gonna give you a sack of potatoes, man. We'll oh, take a couple pictures. L.A. Of them. coroner and be like, listen, we'll get you. You know what? What's the mortgage on your house? How much? Yeah. How much right. more do you owe? Oh, you know what? I, I, I what I do agree. you care? Yeah, what do you who, care? Who really needs to see that body? Uh, you know, in fact, in, 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 whose body is that anyway? How many people die and come through here and? You don't get jacked shit. Right. Just yeah. grab one of those bodies that you can't find who it is. Listen, we're going to we're gonna fucking cremate that motherfucker anyway, so let's just don't worry about right. it. Moses' face was plastic right. anyway. Right. And look, yeah, Michael Jackson. And when that's happened, then what? Then what? Where's the proof? No, no, hey, grab that North Hollywood guy that just shot himself in the head and put that body in there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, how do you even know that? And like you said, maybe he's cleared off his debts. He's on some fucking island. Right? Doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. Right. Who's going to know? Uh-uh. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man. That was wild. I don't know how mm-hmm. we got there, but that was wild. We went from North Hollywood mm-hmm. 
To the depths of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. To the bowels of Hollywood. Huh? <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, well, did you watch that? Hey, Lepke. Which one? I don't mean to bother Which you one? with your tweets or your texting. Huh? We're only running the show here. Which one? Hey, uh, did you ever watch that documentary about leaving Neverland or whatever that Yeah, was? I've seen it with those. Yeah, the whole. It's you know crazy. who I watched that with? That's who? Crazy, I watched that bro. with my mother-in-law before she passed away, man. Did, and what did she, she put say? She put that on for me. What did she say? She was just shaking her head the whole time, man. She was like, can you believe that? And I'm like, well, you know what? There's always like everybody, like we all have opinions, not to be negative in the mic, but we all got opinions. There's right. people out there that are listening to this podcast probably saying, you motherfuckers are tripping. There was nothing yeah. wrong with Mike. Yeah. And Come that's all right. On, we respect man. that. Yeah. Like, like, you like, got that to right. say, I say, fuck right, you. Right, Those right, are, right. You know what? But Guess you know what? what? There's some people out we there that, that are like, you know what? Hitler wasn't that bad. Yeah, Hitler could have took all that positivity and incorporated and doing the right thing. He didn't have That shit had to happen. So, like, Right, <laughs> he didn't have the like, right parents. Like, how about now? Like, we could keep this going. Like, we could keep it moving. Like, like right now, we're like, we're, we're in a, we're, we're in a. We're, we're, there's like, people that don't think Trump's like, that bad. Nah, yeah, like right now, like as go. we're speaking, like yeah, there's people paranoid in the street, man. My boy is like, we might go to war. I'm like, what do you mean we might go to war? He's you like, know what? Yeah. I know like, a couple yeah, guys yeah, yeah, like, like that. Yeah, they're like tripping, like oh, the draft, and we're ready, and the, you know it's gonna <laughs> go down. But they don't realize that people over there where they took that dude out, there's some other people just right across the way that are glad that fucking shit happened. Yep. Because he was tripping and then dude so, i'll yeah. tell you something right. i got a friend who is actually from iran and right. his claim yeah his claim is that that guy yeah. was being groomed by the cia to take over iran to sure. do a coup right and that the ayatollahs were so smart that right. they set that guy up to be killed and use it as a exactly. pretext for it war. could be like a whole bunch of shit like Damn. like 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 i don't war. know why he would know go ahead no 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 this last guy Whatever General. is it? Yeah, Suleiman, 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 something around. The guy with just missile. So they said they found scraps of his body on the ground. They found the Shit. ring with a finger with the ring. But let me ask you something. So do you think this is going to lead us in a position to where? Because they say like if you it do depends the, on what Iran do does. the research. All right, I'll do it. Well, United States of America, we're, 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 it's right. We're in a deficit right now. They're having uh, like, so if the war if the war jumps off, money is generated, right? Yeah. So nah, that, yeah, we, I mean, we don't make money off of those wars. No, no, we no, we, no the What's United States doesn't make money off those wars. No. United States pays people who are companies that build the weapons for us to make money off the wars. But the United but, States, listen, let me tell you, let me tell you. We're running a deficit. Right. All right. Oh, we're in bad shape. Oh, okay. I thought we needed a war at least every 10 years. Yeah, that's right. Listen, this is the economy. You could stimulate the economy, but it doesn't necessarily work exactly like that. When the war starts off, right, the United States has private contractors that make all that shit. Oh, like, right? like we the, pay them. Kind of like the the prison industry, they got private contractors. Hey, and then yeah. and then and then the theory work. is, and then the theory is that uh, then these industries get all this money. They hire more people right. and they sell the shit. It gets taxed, and that comes back into the United States, and the, the economy gets better. Right. But like it, that, that's like 1950 thinking. Oh, people it? walking around with that is like 1950. It's the same people that keep because thinking because the work ain't even coming here. Not right. only that, but the nature of work is so different now. It's not like it was. Right. And then you know the other thing is, it's the other thing that people are walking around with is 1950s bullshit. Is uh, uh well, you know what? Um, as soon as capitalism hits any of these countries, they're going to turn democratic. That's what's what always happens. But if you look at Russia and you look at China, they're better capitalists than we are in a lot of ways, and they ain't democratic. Mm-hmm. That myth is done. That way of thinking was 1950s. The idea there was we're going to bring business to countries and they're going to want to be democratic. 
Now it's getting to look more like, and this is why you have Trump here. It's getting to look more like, you know what? Dem- democracy is actually not good for business because it takes too long to make a decision. And they want to tax shit. You got to be able to just have one guy that can make snap decisions and make shit happen in order for an, an economy and a capitalist economy to be planned better. And that's what China's doing. That's how China runs. So the point is, is that the concept that like maybe war is good for the economy. Now, with this situation that we have here with Iran and the United States and what's going on, Right. Some people have said, well, what this is, is a distraction. Mm. Right. Mm. The idea being that like Trump's going to he's been impeached. (laughs) They haven't turned over the articles of impeachment yet. And now from the Mueller report and they found some unredacted documents that categorically show not only did he do the two things that he was impeached for, but one more. They're thinking about impeaching him twice now. No shit. Because he obstructed the investigation. Because he hid emails that were not classified, that the person inside the, 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 the government was telling him, like, you can't not pay this money. It's against the law. I've told you this 14 times. Mm. That got put on a secret server and redacted. Oh, and then somebody sent in a Freedom of Information Act. There's no law. Yeah, you can redact classified shit. Shit that's about like you know top secret, what you can't classify is embarrassing shit mm. or shit that makes you look bad. You can't you can't c- cover that up. That's come out. Now they're going to consider a third article probably, and they haven't sent it even over yet. And that's probably why Nancy Pelosi hung on to it. And now the longer this goes on, the harder it is. So then people are thinking, well, maybe Trump, right, is starting this shit in order to cover it up. And one of the things is is that's what Trump said about Obama. Trump, in one of his things a long time ago, said, you know what? If Obama wanted to distract from whatever terrible thing was going on, he could just start a war with Iran. He said that like six years ago or whatever it was. Mm. And so now here we are kind of on a war footing with with Iran. Hmm. Unbelievable. It's It's a very interesting... It's very interesting to be... It, the the, re, the thing that's crazy about the time in which we live mm-hmm. is that everybody knows this. Everybody knows it. Like, it's not really that hidden. We live in an age where knowing doesn't matter. Mm. It's still going to happen. Ideology, I was listening to somebody and they were saying that like, the way things work now, it's all about destroying hope that there could be anything different. It's like the environment. We all know the environment's fucking suffering. And the way the belief system is set up, it's like, well, I'm going to put, put back one can. And I'm doing my little tiny part. They figured out a way to splinter it all up. So everyone's doing an individual thing. It's no collective thing. And if you really want to change the environment, you'd actually, actually have to shut down an entire corporation. That's the time in which we live now is that all of us are doing something by ourselves, feeling like we're participating, mm-hmm. but nothing is actually really changing. Isn't the first rule of weakening something, separating it? Yeah, divide and conquer. Right. Yep, divide and conquer. Absolutely. And in this situation that we have now, it's easier than ever. Because we, they, the, the way we've set up things is we've put a huge emphasis on personal responsibility. Like, are you buying... You know, cage-free eggs. Are you buying organic yogurt? Are you buying non-GMO thing? 
uh, when you bought the coffee, was it shade grown? You know, all that stuff, right? Mm. And you, you, you're able to participate in the economy in the same manner as if you're also kind of helping the planet out a little bit. But it's these little tiny drops, and it actually gets in the way of you thinking like, no, 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 no. We got to come together in a massive unified voice and say to Apple, to say to Google, to say we're no longer accepting you supporting warlords in Africa to get the materials you need for the phone. We're not doing it. We're not going to do that. Fuck you. Or like we've talked about before, shutting down entire Los Angeles for a week. No one does any work. Yeah. And you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Right. This is what I'm talking about. But but so so that's the that's the age in which we're in right now is we're at the high point of this weird individualist thing. Uh, and we're all trying to do our little part, but it's real hard for us to link up and have a unified voice. To really, because that's what it's going to take to make something change. I want this show to be a unified voice. I want this show to become, to start to become the unified voice. Mm -hmm. And I want, I want, I'm ready. I want to lead a revolution. And listen, it doesn't have to be all crazy revolution where we're shooting the police in the street. But it takes us banding together in order to get some things done. Mm Mm-hmm. Marching. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of people. We can start with a few thousand. And we can change some things. I want to start. Come on, we got. We you have to, man. We, we we've got to be able to band together. And if we band together correctly, we have. The, we hold the power. We have the power to change things. You know what I was thinking about was that. Um, I really agree with that. I agree with a couple things, especially. I was thinking that the most efficient way to handle this would be for everyone to get together and decide. Like, let's say in L.A. County, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say L.A. County. Right here. Right, okay. right here. Right here, right? What if in L.A. County we band together and we said, that's it. Like, fucking that's it. We're done with bare minimum resources to public schools. Mm. Okay? What if we said, what we're going to do is... Right, and we don't care how much it costs. Whoever's gonna do business in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. like if you're Google and Alphabet and fucking all these tech fucking assholes, they're tech assholes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you guys promised us this major change. I agree. Remember that? Remember? Oh, you remember Apple? Think different. And they'd have pictures of Einstein. Fuck you. Fuck you, Apple. You got Tim Cook now. Where's your Einstein? You can go fuck yourself. The point of the matter is, is that's all fucking business bullshit. Same thing with PC. Bill Gates steals all the money, gives back half. Now he's a hero. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. All right. But the point is, is we say you're going to do business in L.A. County. We're going to raise the taxes on everybody that can afford it. It's not going to put you in a poorhouse. But what it is going to do is it's going to ensure that. Every public school, I don't give a shit if it's a kindergarten, mm-hmm. right? We're no longer going to force Los Angeles parents to fight and borrow and try to figure out how they're going to pay for a private school because the public schools aren't getting it done. Mm-hmm. We're going to put that money in the public schools and we're going to take the, we're going to pay teachers a lot of fucking money. Yeah, right? there you go. We're going to pay the teachers a lot of fucking money. And you know what the emphasis is going to be in these schools? Logic, critical thinking. It's going to be because for too long, we have not done our part to deal with advertising. That's right. 
Like, like advertising puts bazillions of dollars into figuring out how to manipulate your fucking ass. And we all put day. nothing. And, and then, and nothing. then in public school, we just have all these. And listen, I love Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's a right, funny movie, right? Right, right, right. But we have all these public schools where it's like real cool to be fucking stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, walk around yeah. and be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Or these people who are like, well, I would have learned it if the teacher wasn't mean. Right. Like, man, that's your right. life. You're fucking yourself up. You know what? Right. That's why you're going to be paycheck to paycheck in about 10 right. seconds. Right. And they're force feeding them this fake ass history of the right. United yeah. States. Some of that. Shit that doesn't but, count. Some but, of that, but they're not They're not drilling down and saying, look, here's a fallacy. Let me, let, me, let me explain to you how logic and fallacy works. Because once you understand this, you'll be able to see that this just can't possibly be true. False equivalency, right? These two things are never going to be equal. False dilemma. You're being presented with two choices, right? And you're being shown these two choices, and you're being told that's freedom. You can pick this, or you can pick that. Mm-hmm. There's your choice. Let me Free. ask you a question. Go ahead. Did, have you ever watched this dude, man? He's on YouTube, man. He's a controversial professor. Go ahead. His name is uh, Jordan Peterson or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've seen him. Have you, fu- yeah. you ever fucked with him? Yeah. All right, there's some shit like on the on like on the public school, like the LA County public school level. Yeah, what you're saying is true. I agree with that. Yeah. But I'm learned since because you know, as you gentlemen know, like for the listener that uh, I've been in college for going on three years. All right. And I've been taking a little bit of human services sociology major at at at, at this of this day. So what I'm stating is that I've learned through some of the classes I've taken, like the ethics, the, the studies and, yeah. and, and ethics and all this, yeah. and that they are, they, I had some professors that were pushing the line on equality and that things need to happen, like this, this, this thing that you're talking about. But that, the only way it's going to happen is, it, but, is but, if the but, average people get right. together and they demand from sure. these companies that refuse to pay right. a decent wage. Sure. Yeah. You know, taxes. that is... Right, dude, make America great again. Like, I'm not even talking about Trump, but let's right. just talk about the right. concept of, like, let's go back right. in time right. to when right. it was awesome, right? Right, it was but awesome no, at one time. I, well, I don't know about that. But what I am going to say is, because I'm American Indian, dude. I mean, okay, if you want to go back 1,500 years. No, we're not going that way. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Make back, America right, right, no, Indian I'm, again. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'll back. go back to that. I'm going back when 1580 K-Day was bumping on AM. <laughs> <laughs> but it what, was great back then. Hey, but what I'm saying is, is that they're right. talking about make America great again, but what, you know what they don't do? They don't require any of the companies to pay benefits well, like they used to. You used to work at GM and right. Ford, oh, and wow. you they had company loyalty, right. and you You're had a good. pension, yeah, and you yeah. had all that. Yeah. And yeah. none yeah. of these companies are loyal. Hey, look, you remember Helms Bakery? Yeah. Like, that absolutely. shit ain't happening no more. It ain't happening no more. Right. And they, But they want to make America great again? What the right. fuck's he talking about then? Because right. right. yeah. none of these companies have the bottom line to be able to go back and do that. Instead, you got motherfuckers who are happy to make 15 bucks an hour or 25. And let me tell you something. In Los Angeles, if you're making 25 bucks an hour, that still ain't going to get you that far. Yeah, they did Smitty bad, man. He'd been waiting for the EDD for a long time. He was working the Gatorade company. They had him up and down, man. The motherfucker that's from here. And they dogged him out, man. The, trust me, I've watched the whole deal with old Smitty back here, man. And he's an old motherfucker. They had him doing work for two men. They had him in the mopping up Gatorade down there in Buena Park. And I watched him. And all of a sudden, like the way they had him, and then he went to go put in for the unemployment. And they fucking, what happened? Smitty, they rejected him. He had to go to the judge. I mean, they did like the motherfucker they should for be. For some unemployment? Yeah, the motherfucker. He finally got it. The oh. motherfucker that they should be looking out for, they don't want to look out. My daughter is just finishing getting her teaching credentials. Is coming back. And she's, she wants to be a teacher. And she's taking a year off from school to teach. Right. And then it's going back in to go do her master's. That's right. her plan. 
And we talked shortly about it today, and it's like my daughter has a passion for helping kids. She loves to be around kids, and right. she loves education. But she is not consumed with the money, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to have to get a master's in order to make money to live. I can't just teach on a bachelor's. You know, and, and it is the truth, man. It's like they're the least taken care of. I feel like civil servants or whatever you want to call it, uh, in our society, especially in our city, and these are the people that are supposed to be enriching our children, our future. Right, so that you can go, so so a parent, like you think about it, right? A parent has to go to work to do something, to make money. So there's this period of time where the kid doesn't have the parent around. And then you take it to this entity, which, by the way, is guaranteed by the country, public education. Everyone's going to get it. Because the founding fathers didn't want a bunch of stupid motherfuckers walking around. Right. All right? So they were like, we're going to, and so you're putting your kid there and like your kid, the education your child is getting should be whatever they're teaching at Harvard. Like you should just, fuck it. We could just say this. All right. We're going to go look at all the fucking syllabi, syllabuses or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. from Harvard. And we're right. going to walk down those classes. Whatever they're teaching, those fuck faces. It's that, consistent across the board. It's the same thing. Because I guarantee you, uh-huh. there's some Latino kids out there that had they been given the classics, have they been given the ability to, to fucking, I think the cops are listening in. If we, if we had, if, if there's some Latinos that if they were given a chance to learn the classics, like the roots of America, the roots of Europe, to really know the truth about religions and all that other shit that like you and I talk about Steve mm-hmm. from time to time and we mm-hmm. have those books Yeah, you might have a real innovative motherfucker that's a Latino who's you know maybe not coming from a wealthy family but coming from a hard working family you might you might have that and they might take pride in their education if the country took pride in the school damn damn right. he said that if if. And this country should. And we, what we shouldn't do is leave it to like Orange County people, mm-hmm. right, to pay for private schools and say, fuck it, I don't care. Mm. Right? Like, I'm just taking care of my kid, right? Yeah. Well, I think, I think you just hit on uh, the other half of that problem. That is this I'm going to get mine and I don't give a fuck about the next right. guy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just see way too much of that in the world. There's too much. Too, too much. much. Mm. Too much. Anyway, man, I think we blew it out. Yeah, man. Listen, we did. It, it's it's absolutely. We've had a great show. How it went from North Hollywood to, to edu- education. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. That's because you got some educated motherfuckers behind. Yeah, you, you know that's what you happens. Know what? Those things are probably related. Maybe right. Emil and Larry had they had a chance in right. school oh, and were taught great, right. right? Maybe they right. would have had to resort. Right, maybe they would yeah. have had a little more faith in the laws if they felt like the laws were put in place to take care of them as youngsters. Right, mm-hmm. yes. and their families. Yes, right, and yeah. their dad, the dad that was, yeah, you know, yeah. it all starts. It all starts with our children, man. Yeah, that's it. At the end of the day, man, you just be good to your child, man. And don't forget rule number one to being good for your child. You know what that is, Lepke? Tell me. Keep him away from Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Well, listen. It, you know, as I said, greatest show on earth, and this is why. 
I want to thank everybody tonight for coming out and listening Big to the Hard Matt. Luck Show. Thank you, gentlemen. Smitty. Oh, Smitty. Listen, Smitty. Smitty, Kyle. Kyle. Thank you for coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Big Lep, thank, thank you for sitting you. in thank doing commentary you. on this show tonight. Thank, thank Spidey you. Rob. Spidey oh, yeah. Rob. Sean, <laughs> thank you for the invitation. Sean. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Old Blue Eyes, Spidey Blue Rob. Eyes. And hey. the motherfucking hey. mad Indian. Hey, let me, and I'm fucking big. Hey, and let's not. Let, let's just take a moment to thank Sean for the last show that he did, the the cutting room floor. Cutting room How floor. How good was that? He did Classic. that all on his own. Classic. He put that all together. Right. Thank that you. was great. Sean. All right. right. Just phenomenal sound engineer, partner. Yeah. Excellent. On it. Thank you, Sean. Um, all right, guys. We're out of here. From the Hard Luck Show, from the Mayfair Hotel. Adios. We are out. Adios. West, 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 West. West.